0: Excuse me, Lieutenant. Is there something wrong? Yes, ma'am. The data on the MiG is inaccurate. How's that, Lieutenant?
1: Well, I just happened to see a MiG-28... We, we! Sorry, We happened to see a MiG-28 do a 4G negative dive.
0: Where did you see this?
1: That's classified.
2: It's what?
0: It's classified. I could tell you, but then I'd have to
3: kill you.
2: Lieutenant, where exactly were you?
3: Well, we started up on a six when he pulled through the clouds, and then I moved in above him.
2: Well, if you were directly above him, how could you see him?
3: Because I was inverted.
4: Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that we hope is top of the class yeah. anyway. As we do what we say on the tin, it's best film
3: ever. My name's Ian. I'm Lieutenant William. <laughs> I'm Comrade Ethan. I don't know.
1: <laughs> and I'm Georgia.
3: <laughs>
4: Ethan's the mig.
3: <laughs> yeah. I was trying to know it was like the lowest oh. level, but I don't know my military uh, ranks.
2: Private. How, how cool. Private. Ensign. <laughs> how cool is the music though? I love this
4: music soundtrack. Never really noticed it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead as we, uh, hey, as you mean, uh, Top Gun, episode number 123. Wow,
3: 123.
4: Easy as ABC. (laughs) (laughs) Or the other way around. Um, You know, this is a film with international oomph to it. They're all over the world. And so are we. Uh, we Uh charted this week here at home in Great Britain. We charted in Canada. We were number 52 there. In Australia. uh, here at home in the UK. Oh, I've done it twice. I've done Great Britain and the UK. (laughs) Well, there we go. Why not count it twice? Uh, in South Korea, in Norway, in the Denmark, in Netherlands, in the (laughs) Switzerland. (laughs) I can't turn it off. In Egypt, uh, we were number 50 in Qatar, number 48 in Nigeria, number 18 in Ghana, and number five. Thanks for leaving the light on in sierra leone one of these days Ooh, i'm yeah. going to say thanks for leaving the light on it's going to be like Greece. <laughs> <laughs> get it wrong. so there we go uh let's talk about just a quick little bit of promos uh, last week if you didn't catch it um the hate you give the hate you give yeah. we did with julene uh an important film yes. an important film when the dust settled our fourth highest film ever wow yeah wow. It was yeah. a long a long, yeah. long podcast last week. It set the record. We were just yeah. shy of four hours. Seconds shy of four hours. <laughs> I, per- I was like, I'm not letting something go out that's four hours long. <laughs> Usually I don't care so much about the ums and the ahs. I'm like, no, I'm yeah. getting this under four hours. That's like, that's well like, a, that's not a Scorsese film. That's a Netflix Scorsese film <laughs> once is. you get to four hours. Well done. So uh, other promos. A Dance on the Moon night. We finally put yeah. a bow on it. Wow. On, finally on the not really brothers but the kind of yeah but on on, on, on the moon Knight boys oscar isaac and oscar isaac so yeah. there we go uh good time to have by all and then uh who do you think you are we've we've cracked the seal on peter cabaldi yeah we've done his first episode cool. so you can sort of see where we're at relative to uh the sort of end that is that is looming and there's all good sorts on. of big doctor who news go check that oh, out so on much. who do you think you are uh you're going to be hearing a lot of Oh, I didn't turn it up. Let's try to get... You're going to be hearing a lot of... Acknowledge me. Yeah, you will. Trust me. Whoa. There is a
3: lot of me eating my hat. I'm flexing. Almost- That's what the kids uh, say. I'm, I'm flexing I'm all over the place.
4: I wish you nice... <laughs> That's great. <laughs> With all the things... You think about like WandaVision and all the shows where I get so much stuff wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this was me doing like a million to one shot and hitting. <laughs> oh, <Ooh>. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's no living with me now
3: <laughs> you <got> every detail <laughs> correct I, I still don't
4: know how <laughs> uh, But go ahead Listen to that That's what we call hook That's what we call hook Go ahead Listen to that So you can catch uh, What exactly was I right about Something else I like to think That I'm right about Is how much we love Our Patreon backers Our friends <laughs> of the podcast so Who do. help keep the lights on here At the studio of Austin It's a little known fact I do always point to the lights Even though I don't have to do. But for the people Who live <laughs> in the microphone I do point to my light When I say that Um so that would be, of course, Reverend Bruce, Julene, Hermes, Lena Oberholzer, Katie McRae, Anthony and Davies, Chris Peterson, Randall, what's your handle? Silva, Dwayne Smith, Dwayne Smith, Dwayne Smith. the Yeatmeister, Nate Yeet. the Great, and Cheesy. With a fish, fish on a bike. There we are. So uh, there we go. Let's talk about last week's episode a little bit. Reflection and correction time here. Mm-hmm. Um, four hours. <laughs> um, as i think i predicted like one of the lowest download numbers we've ever received uh, i think uh, you got to go back to 2021 to file like, like a year ago 2020 2021. and wow. i think that's just because people haven't seen this no, film no. and like we said when we went over the international numbers for this i don't think people had even heard of this film if you're not american True. I True. think it's such... I hadn't. Maybe if yeah. you're familiar with the book, but again, these are. it's an America, very America-centric in some parts, which we talked about with Juline. Although there are global themes at play, there are also local themes or at least national themes at play mm-hmm. that we couldn't relate to. Nope. And so as a result, I think uh, it made less press. And we're a companion podcast. I've said that before. Generally, people listen to us if they're familiar with the film. Yeah. Yep. So definitely. none of that takes away from the experience I had watched the film. Nope. None of that takes away from the experience we had talking to Julene. But man, it was like, I kind of got like in my head where our numbers usually are at what point in the day when, when we sort of, if I get to work, I'm like, oh, we're already at this many. Cool.
1: <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs>
4: this was me going like, is, 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 is the internet broken? Like what's going on? Remember once we had train spotting on its anniversary and pod bean went down. Yeah, I I was so angry because it was the perfect storm, and I was like, "We're gonna get," and it was like nothing. I was like, "Oh, okay." (laughs) So there we go. But uh, if that doesn't be nothing else, let this be an encouragement to someone. Go watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Go watch the Hate You Give, and then listen to uh, to us kick around some big issues. Yeah, (sighs) big -hmm. big. for just under four hours. (laughs) If you want the most out of your podcasting dollar and if you think about it like all of our stuff kind of comes for free it does mm. so you know um thanks to the but our patreon backers of course get a little extra a yeah. little bit extras on the side but as far as that goes uh go ahead you know four four hours of content mm. and i think good content yes. and i'll say here first shout out comes here from uh or reflection comes from ian davies said uh, i think this is ian davies I so said, listen, this morning, the hate you give, thanks for doing this. I very much enjoyed hearing your... Oh, hang on. This isn't about the hate you give. This is about Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> listen, this morning, thanks for doing this. I very much enjoyed hearing your thoughts and appreciation of it. It's like watching it all over again. Looking forward to episode six, because we dropped the I think, five and six in short succession. Yeah. Oh, and I got the tattoo reference in episode two. Remember tattoo? Mm. Those two Russian girls? Oh, all the things you said, all the, the things, things you said, said, running in my head, running through yeah. my head. Yeah. All the yeah. things you said... Was that in that? Was it? No, no. But it was about... There was some sort of... See, it was so long ago. I have no idea. I started singing it anyway. Oh, It it tied in with some line that was in there. I don't know. Uh, Dwayne Smith, that's said I th- uh, again. Yeah, no, I think it's him I listened today too great stuff from the both of them I think they mean Ethan and I but it could mean both mm-hmm. Oscar Isaacs personally I think this is the best Marvel TV series yet listen to our, our, our episode six we we, we we break down kind of where we think we rank it in the great mm. pantheon of MCU series um even though the last episode was short it didn't feel rushed and Oscar Isaacs acted as the best in the MCU the boy is fantastic I bet you Oscar Isaac's well north of 40. He must be. I, he must be.
3: I think he's closer to fifty. Yeah, that he's, that's pro, that feels more he's accurate. Forty six.
4: Uh, but but his acting, if you want to do a short list of the best actors in the MCU, I'll definitely give you top five 43. on him. Forty three. Forty three. Yeah. Wow. Well, there we go. Yeah. Georgia with the truncated version of, I never
0: hurt my
4: <laughs> and that's the truncated version of it. So there we go. <laughs> um, we've got uh, Ian Davies is back saying great episode. Thanks for picking this, Julian. I didn't manage to give it a watch, but it sounds like a powerful film, and I'll try and. Give it a watch. Uh, he had heard of Emmett Till before, thanks to a Deep Space Nine documentary from Star Trek. Wow. They named uh, they named a starship the USS Emmett Till. Wow. Huh. It is cool. Yeah. Uh, Hermie says, he hasn't seen it either, but definitely will be after hearing in the amazing conversation. Bravo, pick Julian. The film and the conversation, it's fruited. This is a great example of why this. I love this art form so much. And it was, I mean, there, there were tricky moments in that sort of mm. conversation, because you don't want to just go... You want to try to have as honest a conversation as you can while also acknowledging our inability to grasp elements of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also to just tackle the faults that may be there. And that's not a short order. No. No. So uh, th- I'm very glad to hear that the, the the feedback was universally positive this week on that. Yeah. So I was glad to hear that because... You don't know, and you put something out there into the ether. You have no idea what someone might might, might gravitate towards. I seriously, don't. And then and then just rally people up. There's a lot of nutsy people on the internet. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know. Uh, I know the, P, the the guys over at uh, Quantum Week were held hostage by a Mariah Carey fan club. True story. And they like all gave them like ones out of fives on their like. uh apple podcast oh really oh yeah you you go look them up like their ratings low because oh, they got no. hijacked yeah wow so you Sand never
3: just killing the internet you,
4: yeah you never know you never know and we need a world where you can go now granted they, they didn't pull many punches like it was like they went after mariah hard for whatever song they were going for <laughs> but you have to have a world where you get dissenting viewpoints yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So here we go. Uh, new listener LJ, going into our uh, going into our shout outs. New listener LJ said recently listened to the BFE and they're great. Hey, thanks a lot, LJ. Oh, hey. thank you.
1: That's cool. That's cool.
4: I always love hearing from new listeners. <laughs> cool. I do, I do, I do. So if you're out there going, I've never let them know, I, we, we love that stuff. We do. Um, then we've, I don't know. Shoot. I mean, who else has got family listening to this besides me? Probably just me. But on that note.
3: Hey, it's your sister. <laughs>
4: That was the best thing I could do, stall while I moved the bank over. <laughs> uh, my sister says the chit chat about the American obsession of their flag made her giggle. This is back to Austin Powers. Uh, and then I pulled out breakfast cereal for the kids today, and it's a picture. And it was like four different that. boxes of cereal, <laughs> and they've all got maple leaves like all over them. So that, <laughs> that like insecurity and in branding and making sure that we have like this national icon located within our product, we're getting more American. I say all the time, Canadians are getting more American yeah. by the year. So
1: the only time you see like the Union Jack on our stuff is it's got the royal like because it's used by a royal household, mm. or if it's like Jubilee time and yeah. so they're celebrating.
4: Like, we're preparing uh, in about less than two weeks. It'll be the Queen's Diamond Jubilee, Platinum Jubilee, Platinum, Platinum Jubilee. Platinum. And now it's, it's got three. I'll, I'll hit the button. Okay. Oh, I going to go back in order to do it, but I'll do it. <laughs>
0: Just take the
4: there you happy all three <laughs> i even self-corrected you're like no I, no no we all gotta get in that you were wrong i know, I know. I corrected you
1: I know. me. i know then. i know i
4: know i
3: know. I never get an opportunity <laughs> no, no, to no i know you it i want to bring you back. down
4: to earth that's all i know you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was just answering the question you asked
4: oh i'll uh, never be top gun at this rate yeah. <laughs> uh and what are we even talking about the flag's jubilee stuff oh i was at tesco yeah. oh, preparation okay. for the platinum jubilee <laughs> i know and uh <laughs> it was really weird because i didn't see some usually you only see british flags if it's something like grown in the uk or something like that mm-hmm. like little mm-hmm. itty and it's not about you know, beat your chest it's just here's where it came from just yeah, so yeah. you know um often on beef and things like that um, not that we tie dye the, the 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 ground beef or the mince and stuff although that'd be cool <laughs> that, if we did. That'd be very cool. That would be
0: disgusting. If when you cooked
4: it off, it like <laughs> like like, it like removed itself, I would be all about that. But um, they've got all sorts of merch and stuff for like this like, like an official like program you can buy for the for the platinum jubilee celebrations so at Tesco. Yeah. Yeah, so whenever it's that or big, like, like I remember when, when what was it, V, is it V-E day or something? Yeah, yeah. The 50th, whatever it was. 75. 75, sorry, yeah, there we go. I know. 75. I know. 75. 75. (laughs) The rule is all three have to do it. Uh, So it's kind of interesting to see, and I really do hope, I really, really do hope we're renormalizing the flag. Yeah, me too. Not that it has to be omnipresent like it is in the States or to a lesser degree in Canada. But just that it's not this, oh, I just don't want when you see it, to it, when you see it, people aren't like, oh. Yeah, I don't want the gravity to it. Oh, what does that mean? I to, I mean yeah. It means, it means, hey, I like where I live. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a symbol for where I live. Yeah. Deal.
1: So for people that don't know as well, the Platinum Jubilee is because the Queen's been on the throne for 70 years. Like, that's a long old time.
4: She must have had chili last night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't i don't understand what you're on about i was just clearing it up there was this weird news article that, that came
3: that out that all she every day she eats a jam sandwich <clears throat> like <laughs> her entire life jam sandwich wow i did see that yeah so like, what what do you
4: attribute to your long life i mean they got something going on there they got something figured out besides that 24 hour around the clock like medical care probably
2: <laughs> and not only that she hasn't given up work for hell of a long time no, no, she's
1: only sh- just started this yeah. year to stop doing well it's just because she's it. been
4: like breaking down a bit you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah she's yeah, yeah. she's
1: bless her she's old now she, she is old that's true
4: her mm, mom her mom made, made it past 100 96 yep.
1: oh yeah her mom made it like to 100 203
4: 200, yeah. i think yeah. yeah um we've got uh reverend bruce wants to go back to the original american flag the 13 stars i believe it's the betsy ross edition if i recall correctly <laughs> Americans, let me know if I get that right. I got the Pledge of Allegiance, right? So how am I doing? How am that's, I doing? Am I two for two?
1: That's the flag they mention in the lyrics in Hamilton. That's all I know. But Betsy Ross? Yeah.
4: Then I'm pretty sure I nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said Laura Secord. I went, nope, nope, nope. She's, she helps she helped warn. She helped warn. You mean Mary Seacole? No, those are two different people. Oh. No, Mary Seacole. I know who Mary Seacole is. Yeah. Laura Secord's a very white woman, though, and Mary Seacole, if I recall correctly, is not. No. Yeah. Got it. Now, Laura Secord is a woman who overhears the Americans saying they're going to invade Canada. And she, like, even though she's stationed in the States, she's, I, I guess she's not about war. Yeah. So she, like, runs all night through, like, um, Wilderness probably makes it sound harder than it is, but it's not like it's an easy go. Like she's like running through swamp and stuff like that to get across the border. And then she uh, if the heritage minutes to be corrected, I mean, to be believed, she runs into, I believe, an aboriginal tribe and says, take me to Fitzgibbon and warns them of the oncoming American attack. Oh, so that's Laura Secord. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, no, the other one is definitely in the Hamilton lyrics because I think they. Betsy Ross shows the flag. Yeah, because she's they're waving it at the end of Battle of Yorktown, I
4: believe. The 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 very flag mentioned in the uh, Star Spangled Banner, <laughs> but the flag was still there. It would be that flag, the thirteen-star version. Uh-huh. Oh, say does that Star Spangled oh. Banner yet wave? I don't like for that the land song. of the free, and the home
1: of the.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's like everybody. No what about the Canadian national anthem. Sorry, guys, we're off on uh, Because we sing anthems before sport events. We talked about this, I think, during the Austin Powers episode. Yeah. yeah Is people think, yeah. generally they do owe Canada straight? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's like one yeah, way to so- do it.
1: Oh, and we do it. Canada. No, but like, like
4: <laughs> but for some reason everybody who sings the American the American National Anthem has to be like, how do I put my spin on this? Yeah, let's do it's right like, like whatever. Every It's like, no, no, no. You don't you don't you don't have to. It's just yeah. it's just a song. Just sing it well. And yeah. settle for that. Because the the, the star Spangled Banner is actually a difficult song to sing. It's got a very large range to it. It's quite held back as well. Robert it? Downey Jr. told me as much in uh or it wasn't. Who's the guy from the uh, uh, Beethoven movies? The dad? Charles. Oh, I know who you mean. Is it Charles Brosnan? No. Someone was that, like that
3: Beethoven the dog? Yeah, Beethoven the dog.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's oh. the dad? He's he's Heart and Souls. Lovely little Robert Downey Jr. movie. Charles really, the, really enjoy it.
3: Le Gimzel, I think.
4: Does Charles it? Okay. Um, oh, and, um, But anyway, he says, because yeah each one of these people have to like live out their like past Charles Grodin, groden groden yeah there we oh, go yeah. uh says that you into. know how, how difficult it is to sing it and he, he, and of course it's robert downey jr who sings it like all the spirits invade his body yeah you're probably oh. the one person on the table who's seen it so i don't know why i keep looking at you <laughs> trying to describe it but you can back me up if you want that'll be all right have you seen it i got you back what beethoven? no not beethoven <laughs> heart and souls no I haven't oh seen heart and Souls is a great little movie no, oh, I've okay i've beethoven <laughs> that will not be featured on this podcast anytime soon I was say, cards exist I was gonna say uh, science fiction remnant for the love shoot the flick for the love Carlo on Austin Powers said I haven't seen this in years but listen to you talk about it it was funny as hell of course it was good time you were
1: better than the film
4: I, I really enjoyed Austin Powers at the end of, yeah. of the year when we're talking about episode of the year it was fun that's a, that was a fun one
2: yeah baby it's
4: usually ones that the movies call kind of like, it's like a middling kind of movie it is and you have a lot of fun with it like The Rock like The Rock. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Ian Davies for sending us a picture of his monitor with BFE merchandise buyout. Because we Ooh. sent out some love to our Patreon backers this week. We have. If you haven't received it yet, it's because it's on route. It is.
1: Or it's because you're Dwayne Smith which, and the stuff didn't come sorry, out. Sorry, which tiers
4: did it go to? I don't want to misrepresent. Uh, Nine pound and up. Yeah, so if you were on the Best Friend or the BFF at the BFE.
1: Or if you were a first day. Or if
4: you were a day one yeah. person then you got, you got something headed your way. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't received it yet, it's probably because you live further away than Ian Davies does. <laughs> or his was sent to him by a dragon. One of the two. A dragon. Um, a dragon. So Wizard Pod for the love Cheesy says, evolution's a crazy thing for both the quality of your show and the Toy Story franchise. <laughs> People do compare us to a Toy Story franchise do quite I, often. He got a on. hold of me and said, you guys should do a Toy Story franchise. Said, We've done number one. We have. And he went, oh, I, don't know. Uh, I can't believe I missed that. I don't even have. Oh, by the way, totally got it wrong. I'll push the button on this one. There. I meant to write this down. I forgot to. Yeah, we, we we didn't do Hook on Talk to the
1: Mickey. No, we didn't. No, I we didn't. didn't. I did say. I think yeah.
4: I watched it in preparation for it. I was like,
1: this is so yeah.
4: long. I like Hook.
1: Why, why do people compare us to People Story?
4: forget it. People forget how long that movie is. Yeah, that is pretty long. It is is almost three hours long, dude. It is a long movie. Uh, He said, uh, because the. Oh, read it again for cheesy. Sorry, buddy. Evolution's a crazy thing, both for the quality of your show and the Toy Story franchise. Finished your review of Toy Story and fantastic job once again. I love all your grumbles. Uh, and they're such minuscule things Because it's so, so good Yeah, I'm probably of a low man I'm a totem pole on Toy Story In the grand scheme of things It's. A, I hate Tim Allen I mean, I'll explain that But I think the idea being that He listened to the show And it was from a, it, We did Toy Story in, in in year one
1: Yeah
4: Yeah, so, you know it was one of the first we were still, I
1: still.
4: We do Oh, really? We were still upgrading all the sound equipment And all that sort of stuff Whereas we've kind of been in a state of f- Somewhat Normality for the last Year and a bit Year and a bit Yeah Yeah, yeah since about december of 2020 onward yeah. it's pretty much been the equipment didn't we? found our feet i mean we do have plans to upgrade uh we're almost at the point where um the uh the funds from, from, the, from the patreon backers is going to make the podcast sustainable as far as paying off our hosting yep paying off our zoom yep uh, and then the next thing that's about it after New we mics. after we send the t-shirts off yep. is going to be uh, upgrading some mics. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. That, that, that's the next step. So that's a better sound quality for you guys. Yeah, so you get less of my voice traveling into Georgia and Liam's mics. Yeah. Because they want don't want travel into though. mine.
1: I can't talk into that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad when I'm <laughs> well, on that Well, word. what might
4: happen is we might just upgrade Liam's, leave you with a handheld for now, and, <laughs> and then... just and wait
1: then, until I can have a nice Yeah, yeah and then wait until you, to, wait until
4: you, until you can have like, this, this version. I, to be fair, everybody, I am on the nicest mic. You are, you are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But the, but the, it come, that part did come out of my pocket. Yeah, so. like, like the older brother, I got the hand-me-down. You do have the hand-me-downs because you're on the mic that was the number one mic yeah, on yeah. episode one. Yeah, yeah. So if you want that very first, before I even thought of a welcome, 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 I was like, uh, 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 are we on? That was the mic that I did it on. It's you know what? It, uh, for what we've done, I'm quite hey. happy with that mic. Yeah. I'm quite happy with George's mic.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. All with this of like one.
4: 14 I, pounds, I think I spent on.
1: I just wow. can't. Wow. I can't talk into that one without making it go
4: yeah so if anyone's out there and you're starting a podcast i've got all sorts of recommendations for gear to get and gear to avoid mm-hmm. i always tell people how many people you got two yeah you're gonna want a, a board with four channels yep you're not gonna want two because in two seconds you're gonna go all of a sudden go you're gonna have three people on this and then you're gonna go i'm gonna buy <laughs> another soundboard mistakes i've made mistakes i've made <laughs> yeah um, journey, Indeed. Juline. uh, she did, uh, Julene corrected me, got a hold of me and said, uh, I think it was the idea that I was saying black choirs. And she said gospel choirs. I'm going to show you a small caveat on that because I, I, I grew up in gospel churches, mm-hmm. both in Canada and in the, and when I lived in the U.S. And it, we had gospel choirs, but our gospel choirs were very white. And so, uh, where I was, where I was, the term black choir was, was okay. It was, it was used. It was used by fairly, um, comprehensively, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's different. Um, in the look, I, I was in Arizona, so I think Julian's in California. But yeah, it was just that I was going on. Oh, it's interesting. It's I, interesting.
2: I heard a gospel choir today, but I didn't go in and check. To be fair, to have a look.
4: Well, just to see what. Well, the... I forgot it was Sunday,
2: <laughs> and I was passing by. I was in Blackpool, obviously, yeah. and uh, I'd gone. I was gone for breakfast, and this beautiful sound was coming from the church. And uh, while I was eating, so. <laughs> Mm.
4: Yeah. See, I meant to say this last week because I was part of a choir, and you know what? Being part of a choir with like a very diverse ethnic range of people could be, but especially people, people of color surrounding you. Mm-hmm. Like, I can sing, I still can't move. <laughs> like they're all like I that's feel like I'm like in the middle I'm like Forrest Gump in that scene where like he's in the choir and they're all like singing and sway and he's just like kind of like rigid in the middle and yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll all move around and just let me sit there that's, that's, that's yeah, the yeah. ideal
1: I mean we've all seen you on stage we know you can't move yeah
4: <laughs> that's why I always go for the song which is just empty stage right yeah yeah, yeah no yeah. nothing, nothing else I, want. I want to do cool can I just sort of go as the spirit as the spirit leads as far as where I want to walk okay in great fact,
1: does your series still call you Billy
4: Elliot? Uh, I don't think so anymore. I think oh. I did change that, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I was really all in on that one. I was like, I'm going to be good this this time. You
1: were. I you were so good. much better. I was is good. why I changed your Siri name to be. <laughs> <laughs> there we go.
4: Don't, don't leave your phone around a bunch of Amdra peeps. But you, if you're lucky, if you're just take pictures. Um, what do we got here? Ray from Being Bookish for the Love, Ratchet Book Club for the Love, SpyHards, Ethan, who mentioned it was our one-year anniversary <laughs> of appearing on their show and doing One of Our Dinosaurs is Missing. I have never disengaged with a movie so hard while I was reviewing it on a podcast.
3: One of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. Can I press the button? Not yet. Not yet. I went quiet.
4: Ethan, I do want to let you know we've come up with a special Ethan button for later this episode. (laughs) It might be a one-time use. We might. It would, but still, we're gonna. We might use it for a one-time use. We might continue it. I don't know, but You'll we'll see. see. We'll see. It feels very appropriate <laughs> for Top Gun. Um, we've got Charlton guy 316 from the Post Wrestling Gang said uh, said to appeal people, if you're after podcast, there's only one referring to us and um, gave us a Highlander gift to sort of reinforce that. Thanks a lot. Mystery person. Uh, Survivor UK, Revi- UK <laughs> revived. They just get my sense of humor. I was being a bit savage to some people on Twitter and they were just <laughs> like egging me on
1: (laughs) please don't (laughs) like no
4: because these people who go on like twitter and are like i want to start a podcast but i can't think of any good ideas what should i I call my podcast and i'm like creativity outsourced (laughs) 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 or like oh i don't know what to talk about podcast this week what should what should i focus my conversation on i go being decisive (laughs) (laughs) i can't help it i'm just like the the, separate, the, separate, the good thing i don't know they usually kind of go yeah fair enough and they always end up following the pod on twitter i'm like all right at least they got such a sense of humor about it yeah um it's a musical pod danny and drew it's been awesome we talked to you in any sort of real capacity yeah. uh we need to remedy that but thanks a lot for uh for Definitely. all the love folks uh josh from next favorite movie looking we got to talk about your next favorite uh your ne- best month ever too Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. A Best month, Boogaloo. Yes. A Best month, yes. Boogaloo. <laughs> um, and then gifts of the week. It was hairbrush, Liam, you brought to the table. I did. Uh, the short list we have Juline, who gave Ariel the famous gif of her combing her hair. With a fork. Josh, your next favorite movie. George Costanza from Seinfeld. Ian Davies, Data from uh, TNG. Hermes, just some random cat. Nate with Bob's Burgers. <laughs> uh, Chris Peterson with a bald guy and cheesy. Uh, they're not, not a fish on a bike, with a Muppet with a, with a hairbrush. Uh, the win's got to go to Josh, your next favorite movie for Costanza 1990 yeah. sitcoms hit me in my sweet spot come <laughs> on and, and and Nate with the Bob's Burgers what are you doing if it was Ethan giving the award out maybe yeah play to your audience <laughs> it's like you're playing cards against humanity you don't play the best card you play the player what are yeah. they gonna the find funny? funny I played yes. a lot of cards halfway. against
1: humanity last night it was oh, really? wild yeah
4: it's cards of humanity It's like a five years ago thi- wonder, I, you can play i've got like three versions of it
1: if you play it online you can pick any of the like fifty nine thousand community packs that people oh, really? have put in so it's mm-hmm. all new oh, okay
4: stuff. i do like those yeah that's the problem is that you, once you've got it established so there's all the knockoff ones i know i've got bards against humanity or something like that where it's all shakespeare related stuff that's me huh? i've got disney <laughs> against <humanity. laughs> you've got disney yeah. against humanity yeah and they're fun and there's like i like other like there's expansion packs i'm yeah. like yeah cool maybe after leaving it alone but it was everywhere yeah. for like it two was, or three yeah. years wasn't it mm-hmm. so there we go um so yeah uh, again um gift of the week goes to josh your next favorite movie thank you mm-hmm. for not sucking on that <laughs> um why not give us a review app or spotify i hear five is our magic number
2: five is the magic number
4: all right context corner for top gun primary inspiration for this first off who's seen this before no, I never seen. I it.
1: had once
4: <laughs> Georgia. You said you hadn't seen it fully.
1: No, I'd not, I'd not sat down to watch it. I'd caught bits,
4: but I told Liam he, he was like, I can't make this. He didn't think he could make today because he's was, be was in Blackpool, and I was like, okay, but I need to let you know what you're missing because I can't reschedule it. It's Top Gun, and it has to be Top Gun because we've got it coming Cause out. We've got Maverick because yeah. we got Maverick coming out next week. Mm. He's like, oh, I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. He's like, I can, I, I can make it back. I can make, I can, I, I can make it back. <laughs> and
0: to be fair, it's not Wednesday, just- isn't it?
2: I, I just—it's yeah. it this week, yeah. I just made it back. Yeah, so
4: yeah. It was—it was right about the, the 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 ding dong of six o'clock in. I felt Liam. the
2: need—the need for speed. There we are.
4: <laughs> Primary inspiration for the film was the article "Top Guns" by Ehud Yone from the May 1983 issue of California Magazine, which featured aerial photography by then Lieutenant Commander Charles Heater Heatley. I will be saying lieutenant because it's American. Here it would be lieutenant, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, initially nicknamed as Fighter Town USA, numerous oh, screenwriters right. allegedly turned down the project. Well, Ethan, if you watched the film, Fighter Town USA was it's all some over some this. Was, yeah. yeah. Um, again, the button would have been helpful there. Bruckheimer <laughs> and Simpson went on to hire Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr. to write the first draft. The research methods by Epps included attendance at several declassified Top Gun classes at Miramar and by gaining experience by being flown in an F 14. Uh, their combined first draft failed to impress. Bruckheimer and Simpson is considered to be very different from the final product in numerous ways, some of which I'll do at the start, some of which we'll tackle as we go along. Tony Scott was hired to direct this on the strength of a commercial he had done for Swedish automaker Saab in the early 1980s, where a Saab 900 Turbo is shown racing a Saab 37 Vigan fighter jet.
2: I remember that advert. Do you really? I do. There you go. Yeah.
1: If you're interested, we could go and see uh, Top Gun Maverick on Wednesday. It's showing in the majestic and in the light.
4: Wow. Well, okay. We'll talk to peeps about how that's how our schedules are. Uh, I'm up. I, it's almost, they're calling it the best action movie in the last like 15 they years. Are, People yeah, are
1: yeah. raving about yeah. it. Yeah.
4: Which is good because we need a legacy sequel that actually like works. Yeah, and, we do. Because we don't think we've had one yet. But I think I remember
2: Tom Cruise being approached to do this, obviously, many, many times before. And he said, not until the right script
4: come along. And I think the Navy weren't on board to do it. For a long, long while, I got a whole bunch of notes on some of this stuff. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll find out. Uh, we've got here the producers wanted the assistance of a U.S. Navy in the production of the film. The Navy was influential in relation to script approval and resulted in some changes being made. Also, stuff that'll sort of be trickled a little bit here and a little bit later. Uh, one of which, though, is the opening dogfight was moved to international waters as opposed to the original draft, which was Cuba. Uh, okay, that uh, might ruffle some feathers. Cool. Yeah, was in the eighties.
3: Around the Cuban Missile Crisis?
4: Thing? No, the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1963, Ethan. Oh,
3: I'm Please, can Leo. I press the button? No, not yet. We will. i was <laughs> <laughs> sure, <Sure. chef>. <laughs> so scared of this button.
1: I have a genuine question. Yep. Does the US have an Air Force as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just because, obviously, this is all planes, but it's the Navy, so it's just, it
4: just... Yeah, I don't know the specifics about this, um, but the US does, does, does have an Air Force, yes. Okay,
1: you know, that was just a genuine yeah. question.
4: Yep, I'm just giving you a genuine answer. Nice. Um, what else are we at here? Um, so Cuba, again, not related to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, the language was toned down, and a scene that involved a crash on the crash on the deck of an aircraft carrier was also scrapped. Mm. Uh, the Navy made several aircraft from F-14 Fighter Squadron VF-51, the Screaming Eagles... Um, available for the film. Paramount paid as much as $7,800 per hour, which would be about $20,000 today. Wow. Uh, for fuel and other operating costs whenever aircraft were flown outside their normal duties shots of the aircraft carrier sequences were filmed aboard the USS Enterprise. There you go, Ian Mm -hmm. Davies. uh, Showing aircraft from F-14 squadrons, V-F-114 Arcs, and V-F-213 Black Lions. Uh, Paramount Pictures commissioned Grumman, who make the F-14, to develop and install special camera mounts on the plane. This allowed filmmakers to use real aerial point-of-view footage of the Tomcat in flight. Just a couple of last notes on um, the context. Uh, we've got the film was shot in super 35 format as the original lenses they wanted to use were too large to fit inside the cockpits of the fighter jets and also the cameras would fall off their mounts when the fighter jets maneuvered on their sides so i can only imagine yeah, they did some test runs and the plane moves <laughs> and you're just watching the lens just <laughs> fall off it's gonna land in the water <laughs> not that if it lands in the land it'll be any better but you're like yeah yeah that's ten thousand dollars
1: <laughs> uh, would it not have been inside the cockpit um, Rather than on the outside Oh
4: I guess some of them Would have been inside have Yeah it's fallen, true Some would be inside in the... Probably not the safest thing No No They were saying But um... there were some lenses Obviously mounted to the outside Of it as well yeah, There were course. lots of shots yeah, yeah, Of like the missiles Yeah
1: How else do you shoot The close-ups of the other planes No I just didn't know If they would like Some guy them. on the wing That That's no, Tom Cruise, Cruise Later the... in his career not He's not doing it yet Not on the wing But like with a With an actual Just camera inside Of the plane Yep
2: Maybe. But also, um, in this new one, they were saying about how the actors had to film themselves and had to maneuver the cameras and fix them. And Really? Yeah, their what own light it? and
3: everything. So they all had to learn how to fly as well. Not fly, but... Well, no, I was watching the feature. I, I, I no, really I want to
4: push this button. You're Ethan. You're. Hang on. There's a difference between we went up there and being showed them, as opposed to they had to learn. Like somehow you're implying they're flying the planes themselves. No, them.
3: right. they are. That's what they've said on the feature featurette. I watched the 15 minute special. Uh, I hear you. Next thing, when look, I saw, the I, I also know how buzz works, Ethan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's
4: a difference between. I, I'm just. Hang on. There's a difference between. I'll do my bit, and then you can do your bit afterwards which which i'll promptly ignore but there's the bit where you go up in your twosomes right and you've got the guy who's really flying and then you're kind of doing the whole posturing okay now it's like when the little boy would get taken up to the the the, the captain's thing when they used to allow that on jets i'll grab the wheel oh you're flying billy oh am i really flying (laughs) yeah you're flying billy oh boy can i land it no (laughs) so if you're telling me they're flying i believe you in the same way billy got to fly his plane (laughs) right okay
3: i'm gonna check this because if i've been It would be the first time Tom Cruise has lied about something. (laughs) (laughs) I can see them saying to Tom Cruise. (sighs) Yeah, Georgia, what's up?
1: Producer Jerry Buckheimer continued, the aviation sequences had to be real, so our actors went through three months of grueling training. Footage shows the cast flying high-speed planes and taking part in a challenging underwater program.
4: I want to know if they took off and landed.
2: There's no way they're flying them. There's planes. no way they're being. There's no way they're and being acting. given thirty. No way. <laughs> These
4: planes were worth thirty million dollars in the eighties. No way.
1: Everybody yes. thought it would be impossible for the actors to really be in the jets at the whiplash star, Miles Teller with Glenn Powell adding, but it's the gift that Tom gave us. That t- that by the time we got up there, we could handle it.
2: Yeah, yeah, they can handle the <laughs> We've pressure. We've still not said. <laughs> are they taking just, off
4: and are they landing?
1: Probably, probably not taking off and landing. But I think they are. Do they are controlling it when they're in the air?
4: I don't think they. Okay. Sure. We can the, tell. The, I don't think. You they know are. what this is? Okay. i'll give you this but this is equivalent i'm gonna use another one okay you know those driving instructor cars where like someone's (laughs) learning how to drive and there's someone beside them who's also got pedals and the thing so yeah miles teller here's how you do this if he flubs it up we're not going well there's no way too much about miles no (laughs) way no way so like, there's another guy who's got a wheel in front of him as well. So they might have got the opportunity to go ahead. Now, you go ahead and do it. Maybe, maybe they got to do a couple barrel rolls. I'm not saying I, that. No, I reckon they're in the plane and they are being flown about in the
2: plane, but they're just passengers. They are not flying the plane.
1: But There, there is a statement there directly that says they did fly.
4: Right. And if I was building up hype, who did? Jerry Bruckheimer, right? Yeah. Gee, wh- I wonder if he has any vested interest in making people think that they actually flew the you plane. You can't
1: just actually lie, though. Sure you can. You can. <laughs> he thinks really? you're on the same side as you, and he's
3: yes. it, <laughs> We did this wrong? when we were doing. Who do you think you are? There's no, there's no way
2: they're flying them planes. No way.
3: Anyway, I think there let's is. Leave a, this, a Tom Cruise let's, movie, leave this, like. let's leave that movie alone. Let's come yeah, back to this movie, shall yeah, we? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You can't just lie. Yes, you, can't, you, can't, you, you can't do can't, can't, all the time. People do it all the time. That's not okay. I agree
3: with it you. It wasn't a party. I mean, it was, it was just a social gathering.
4: You're asking us to believe. <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer said many things.
1: No, I don't like that. This Uh, made me really upset. So,
4: uh, during a break in the filming of the hangar scene, a group of Navy officers being used as extras approached Tony Scott and complained about the unrealistic patches on the flight suit of the actors. Tony Scott replied, paraphrasing, we're not making this movie for Navy fighter pilots. We're making it for Kansas wheat farmers who don't know the difference. (laughs) And I think that's the idea. I think if anybody's sitting there going, how realistic is this film? You kind of let it go. In the same way that when we watch Dangerous Monsters, i wasn't sitting here going that's not how a lesson plan works <laughs> no no nope, no nope, nope. you had to register first might like, it's a movie and there's certain creative licenses that a movie will take yeah. whether it's the number of patches or saying the actors really flew the planes themselves <laughs>
1: No, because that's a direct lie about the making of the film not actually they, what happened in, in that the film and that's not okay
2: I, in that statement they didn't say they flew look the planes, forward they flying in the plane
4: I will, I will try and do some research and see if i can get a more definitive yes or no on it myself i'm really upset
1: but, if that is a, if that's just a genuine straight up lie i will be really quite angry
4: tell you what you can do if we all go watch it when it's over you can stand up and go now i know Hyper, you need to know they didn't really fly the planes <laughs>
1: because no, i'm not an arsehole there's but no like, way I
4: mean, well someone's gonna come up and say look under your seat for some popcorn you That's can do true. that
1: yeah i can do that
2: there's no way i mean they, this they went through all that training yeah there's no way they'd allow you to fly that plane no way
1: well no if they had if they had if, they had, if they, it was dual control the only could, one the only one i think bit.
4: i could get my head around they let him fly it would be tom And that's for like a brief second, maybe. I think Tom would have enough insurance written off, a policy that would pay off the plane
1: helicopter and stuff. I think think you could get
4: that, but there's no way they're letting like extra number six or not extra, but like yeah, it
1: implies it was the extras.
4: Like you get Tom, and then you got like that level characters, like two or three people, who, and then you've got that third level. I think that
2: statement implies that they were just in the plane as passengers, pretending to fly.
4: I think it's like, like if I move the plane right, I move the plane right. I think they got a, li- a little bit of that, a little bit of moving it around. Mm, like know. my buddy Pete, when I was doing- Because uh, like,
1: w- flying in general is is mostly just joystick controlled. Yeah. Like if once you're up and those sorts of things, so that is fully- Like my reliable, buddy Pete, when I, my,
4: when I was doing my bachelor weekend- we, we we met up with Pete on his on his boat. It's a big like fifty foot boat or something. I'm like on, that. A boat. I'm on a boat and on a boat and and he let me drive the boat. Now that's easy. Once you are in the middle of the water and he's like, okay, take a little bit left, take a little bit right. But then when I came to time to docking it. It was like, okay, time to step back.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll head off from here. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I don't want to break your boat.
3: <laughs> I caused all this chaos. I'm so proud. You, you,
4: you have. Uh, George <laughs> is still looking it up. <laughs> okay, so why are we doing this? We're doing this, of course, because maverick, maverick yeah. comes out in three days approximately at the I time of recording at I the time that it's it. out there it's tomorrow yeah yeah so there we go directed by tony scott who had also done <laughs> beverly hills cop 2 days of thunder crimson yeah, oh, tide mm-hmm. enemy oh. of the state yeah We're all through. really good movies yeah, yeah i haven't seen beverly hills cop 2 can't talk about that oh it's great Bridget really Nixon. yeah i'm not really into the beverly hills cop franchise oh. it's weird enough first one's brilliant i remember the, the, one the first one third one's not uh, produced by don simpson jerry Bruckheimer, who have a long history uh, days of thunder we talked about how, how bad it got yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don simpson especially oh. uh, s- screenplay by jim cash and jack epps junior cinematography by jeffrey l kimball who had previously done beverly hills cop 2 mission impossible 2 he would go on to do as well as be cool i love be cool be cool is always my that? answer for like most underrated movie that people don't give enough credit sequel I've because the sequel that. to get shorty yeah, yeah yeah. and a sequel only in the bear like in the sense that chili palmer's in it yeah he's the only like there's one character who's in both films interval in the second one yeah chili palmer is oh, is, is, that... is john travolta oh okay yeah um so and seen it. then music by harold faltermeyer who also had done american gigolo Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Tango and Cash and Cop Out. So the same guy wrote this theme and the boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Two really. Guy owned the early part of the 80s. Oh, yeah. was like, okay, now we're no longer using keyboards to everything. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> my wings are on the table. I'm done. Uh, we start off with Paramount Pictures. George, you're going to have to let it go for now so you can <laughs> join in with the conversation.
1: It really does seem like they were at several I points will, flying.
4: I promise I will 100% eat my words and bring up all the ways in which I'm wrong. And do you know what? I would too. Yeah. I just can't see it uh paramount pictures we start with and it's that 80s version of the title card which would make sense because in the 80s and the (laughs) underscore of the theme but this underscore lasted forever like it never actually gets that down which is not even close to being the right underscore but you get what i mean right yeah
1: and then it cut abruptly
4: it does cut abruptly but uh i've got here um we get this chyron it says on march 3rd 1969 the United States Navy established an elite school for the top 1% of its pilots. Its purpose was to teach the lost art of aerial combat and to ensure that the handful of men who graduated were the best fighter pilots in the world. They succeeded. Today, the Navy calls it Fighter Weapons School. The Flyers call it Top Gun. Which they couldn't decide if it was two words or one. Just look at all the ball caps. Yeah. They all had it as one word. Yeah. Um, and there is a real Top Gun flight school. There is, yeah.
1: Yeah, they worked with them on the second one. And if
4: you mention it, if you quote the movie, you are charged five, you are fined five, five dollars. Wow. No, you are not allowed to go. I feel the need for speech. You <laughs> imagine, every class has done yeah, this. Yeah, 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 So, yeah. Um, we start off with a ton of backlit footage over this rolling, not quite doo, 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 into the next song as well. And it's just backlit. The sun's in the background. We got the planes moving around. The majority oh. of these were normal aircraft operations and the film crew was just told shoot what you can get
2: that one guy that does that thing with his foot makes me laugh every time i watch it what does he do he does, he shake his leg he sort of shake his leg and go oh okay as they as they
4: go <laughs> it's brilliant uh- uh, say for the occasional flyby which the film crew could request. During filming, director Tony Scott wanted the film aircraft landing and taking off backlit by the sun. During one sequence, the ship's commanding officer changed the ship's course, thus changing the light. Scott asked if they could go back to the previous course to get the shot he wanted, and he was informed by the commander it cost $25,000, equivalent to $63,000 today, to turn the ship and to continue on course. Scott Instantly wrote the carrier's captain a $25,000 check so the ship can be turned around. and They could continue shooting for five more minutes. Wow. Incredible. I wonder if they're sitting there going, these Hollywood guys will pay for anything. <laughs> what should we do? Turn the ship. We'll tell him it costs $25,000 for us to turn it back. There's not even anything over there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just turn it we'll tell him some reason. Operations. I don't know. Oh, that's great. Uh, and they tease you with the big riff and then we have this plane take off and we never get that big because instantly we go into fly into the danger danger zone zone." Um, do you know who sings that? Kenny Loggins very good not Kenny Rogers Kenny Loggins that would be a much different take on that track and Um, I think it's
2: um, produced by
4: George A. Marotta you might be right I don't know that but I'll say this not not the first artist offered this song Oh. Cuz it wasn't he didn't write it. He just performed it. Did he not write this? Nope. Is that George Moroda that wrote it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of shots of planes flying off on the aircraft carrier, but the band Toto, oh. which you might remember oh, yes, from Africa. Well, also, we talked about last week. It was like John Williams' kid Mm. was in Toto, wasn't he? Was meant to record Danger Zone and had also written and recorded the song called Only You for the soundtrack. However, there was a dispute between Toto's lawyers and the producers of the film, which paved the way for Loggins to record Danger Zone, and Only You ended up being omitted from the film entirely. Wow. So not only did they knock it, the good one, the bad one didn't even make it on the soundtrack. That would have made them even bigger, wouldn't it? They'd be... They'd be more than they are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like a footnote of the 80s, whereas Africa I think it was big, wasn't it? Africa was big, right but it's now? very much, but this movie's timeless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, we find out Indian Ocean, present day, and we meet Stinger. And I asked George if this is the bald guy. I, re- I said, Do you recognize this guy? No. No. Okay. Uh, Liam, do you want to tell Georgia who, who, who this was? He's Strickland. You need to get more specific. Oh, uh, Back to the Future, the teacher. The principal. You're a slacker. Um, Your father was a slacker. He's no different in this. What else Just, was he in? Masters of the Universe. No, I know that. But what else was he in that we've reviewed lately? There was something uh, else he popped up in. And there it was. was like,
3: there was. Was it The Rock? I, will check.
4: I don't know. It was something recently. Yeah.
3: I
1: can't remember everyone's face.
3: No, no, but... It's more the big, bald head. Was it the, was the haircut? There are, there's <laughs> like, like- At no, first I thought it was Gene Hackman, and then I was like, no, because no, yeah, he yeah. doesn't even, he doesn't, he
4: was like the first guy who did like the, mm. just, just the clean head. Yeah. He never did like the sort of ring of hair, which kept him a certain age forever. And he always plays these like uh, militant yeah. authoritarians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought he was great. I think he's good in this. I he's, think he's good in did, most things. You should have reached out to him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if he's still alive? Is he still alive? Yeah, I
3: don't know. You know? So, I can't find anything else. I'm it's, just gonna do it's a, a bit awkward show. when you ask. Oh, Ethan, come on. Earn your keep. He was in a movie called Iceman, though, which I think is pretty fitting. There, there we uh, go. Yep.
4: <laughs> um, Stinger doesn't like Maverick and Goose. He goes, who's out there? So-and-so-so. And Maverick goes, oh, Maverick and Goose. And we go, oh, I should pay attention to who Maverick and Goose are. And then instantly meet Lieutenant Pete Maverick Mitchell, played by tom, tom cruise. cruise not the first choice for the film really I, I don't even i know the name i couldn't tell you anything he's been and i went and looked let me guess people of that era would that be you, you're not gonna get it uh because you're gonna about names that are names this isn't a name this is someone who's completely screwed things up if this is the case rob lowe no I, he's not I just said up. <laughs> you won't know this guy's name i know no. who rob lowe is um, he was in Austin Powers, which we talked about yeah, literally two weeks ago, as, as Hooters guy number four. Okay, War Games. He was in War Games. Who was in War Matthew Games? Matthew Broderick.
3: No, we've heard of Matthew Broderick. No, he just said War Games. No, 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 the God. guy, oh, okay, the okay. guy from before Strickland. He was in War Games. Oh, okay, it?
2: oh, okay. Uh,
1: Have we reviewed War Games? Are no, no we haven't. I thought sure no, no, that's no. what the question. No, the question saying is, is the big is the films question. That he
3: was a
4: well. If we've never heard of this guy, then no, no, uh, it was Matthew Bodine.
3: That is not a name I think I've ever Matthew heard. Matthew Bodine. That was...
4: Uh, Ethan, if I'm certain... Jeez.
1: Oh, my goodness. Please let me press the if, button. No, I was if I, Ethan, point. if
4: I am certain that, that Liam hasn't heard of it. Hang on. There's a Matthew Modine. Oh, hang on. It is Matthew Modine.
3: Yes. Not he, Bodine he Modine. He's was in um, Platoon, Full I think.
2: Four Jacket. Jacket, one of them. Yeah. Was it, yeah. He's in
3: Stranger Things. Cool. The, Matthew Modine,
4: yeah. Wow,
3: really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, like no, the, no, the, really that he
2: would have been Maverick. Yeah, he would
4: have been Maverick, yeah. Nah, I couldn't have seen that. So, he turned that down? He did. Wow. I'm, now, see, I'm, I'm convinced that Ethan's got this wrong. I'm, I'm just scrolling now on IMDb. I'm looking at his
3: IMDb. Looking
1: for this.
4: Stranger He's Things, Martin Brenner. Not him, Ethan. Stay on the topic. We're on here, buddy. <laughs> you oh, have, my You word. couldn't have had
2: Matthew Modine and um, Anthony Edwards, because they look too similar, or, or um, Val Kilmer. They all look too similar.
4: Yeah, well, I, I might have affected some of the other uh, castings as you went along. Tell you what, Ethan, I can't see what I'm referring to either. So maybe it was a TV thing, because um, I'm sure we did something else with them, but I could be very wrong as it turns out. Mm. It does happen occasionally. But yeah. I will definitely yield on this one. Can
1: we one. do that hashtag instead? What?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ian is wrong occasionally? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot people keep, occasionally it's a hard word to spell. It's a lot of C's and a lot of S's, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm still
2: trying to get my head around Sometimes. the fact that Matthew Modine was offered the role of Maverick. Um. Yeah. And he turned it
4: down. He turns it down. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer then tries to get Tom Cruise. Now, I don't know, because Tom Cruise does turn it down repeatedly. So maybe when I say not offered to it first, I might be m- sort of misrepresenting. All I know is that Matthew Modine did turn it down because he felt the film's pro-military stance went against his personal politics. Okay. Not the only person to turn it down the film for that reason. So these would be like George's kind of people. Oh, okay. So we'll look forward to seeing who else I is know, on this list.
1: film's a film in it, so... Okay, we, we talked about war
4: films previously and you were like, I don't really find a lot of entertainment out of war films. Well,
1: because there wasn't much war in this. It was more of a- Exercises
4: exercise for the most part yeah, were just a, so. a, a book ended with some yeah. other people who are left, like their nationality, completely left ambiguous.
1: Yeah, and you don't actually see their faces. like They've, it's they've just got black. full black, yeah. black visors on. They're yeah.
4: interchangeable. Um, so Jerry Bruckheimer convinced Tom Cruise to sign up for the film after his initial reluctance. Um, direct quote. So the Navy takes Tom up there. And they do 5Gs, and they do barrel rolls, and they do everything. He's heaving in the plane, as in puking. Puking, yeah. He gets to the tarmac, runs to a payphone, and he said, I'm in. I'm doing this movie. I love it. This is great. <laughs> and because at this point, he hadn't really done a lot of his own stunts. No. this is This is kind of like early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, this is his what, what breakout his,
2: role, though, isn't it? Pardon me? This is his breakout
4: role. Like Risky business? Su- no,
2: I mean like a superstar.
4: yeah, 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 because his teeth aren't fixed yet. No. His teeth are still kind of bucky. It's later on. He has the perfect teeth. I'm not there yet. I noticed that in in this movie. Uh, Pete Maverick Mitchell's real first name was Ethan in early scripts of the film. It was later changed as Pete as an homage to Pete. Not sorry. Did I say Ethan? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Evan. (laughs) It was later changed to Pete as an homage to Pete Pettigrew who worked on the film. Pettigrew appears in the bar scene early in the film as Charlie's older male date. Ah. yeah. Tom Cruise said that Maverick was the first character he ever played that was larger than life also the first time he'd been involved in the early stages helping with the script it feels like kind of that typical Tom Cruisey kind of thing that'll happen later in order to stay in character Tom Cruise would sit far away from the rest of the cast in between takes yeah that's it you're not a diva Tom you're staying in character yeah <laughs> for a while we were doing a lot of Tom Cruise movies there was like a Tom Cruise is like a douche moment we were doing every time we did one and it'd be interesting to see if there's anything because you get people fired from the move, like all sorts of stuff we discovered. Do
2: you know what? I like? Do you know what? Early Tom Cruise is very shouty. The
4: now Tom Cruise, the mellow Tom
2: Cruise, is very talk quietly. Is
4: he? Yeah. During I've the film, that in, one video. <laughs> during the film, in a Top Gun, most of the actors playing the F 14 fighter pilots, including Val Kilmer, Riss Rosevich, and Barry Tubb, and Whip Hubley, is a great name, Whip Hubley, yeah. stayed at the Bahia Resort Hotel in San Diego on the west side, whereas Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards stayed up in La Jolla as to reflect their characters um respective separation on film from the other pilots
1: can people not just act
4: again
3: it's not that i'm a diva guys
4: it's not that (laughs) i want to keep us separate because you know it's better for my character yeah it's
3: not that deep you're playing a character
4: and we also meet lieutenant nick goose bradshaw played by anthony edwards i love i love goose in this movie me too he keeps him grounded grounded (laughs) Um, To anybody out there You probably know better Anthony Edwards Is the lead character Dr. Mark Green In ER Yeah yeah, Which ran for many years On NBC And was the number one show On television I like Anthony Mm. So there we go That was the same program That brought us George Clooney Mm -hmm. Julianna Margulies
3: Was Alex Kingston in that Or am I thinking Alex Kingston does do that
4: Yeah yeah Yeah. She actually plays I think she's in a romantic uh, Long term romantic uh, Storyline With Anthony Edwards So there we go Hey Um so there's a problem, and the oh sorry, hang on first. Anthony Edwards is the only actor who didn't vomit while in the fighter jets. <laughs> According to Anthony Edwards, a lot of the humor was discovered at the moment. The script was skeletal, which nah. sounds like a Jerry Bruckheimer, yeah, Don yeah. Simpson kind of kind of thing. The problem that they're introduced is two F twenty eights up there, and uh, it's some bad guys, and they're trying to they're trying to get some bad guys, and we get introduced to the concept of missile lock. Yeah, it's the idea when it goes green, 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 red, red, red. And yeah. this is just to educate the audience on here's the rules of, 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 of dog fighting. That's all of a scene exists for. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah. Really. Uh, and so we find out oh, we also find out that Maverick is amazing at what he does. Yeah. And um He's the other guy, man. Cougar, because up there's a number one guy and there's a number two guy in each plane, and the one guy is the only guy who can fly the plane. Yeah. Cougar was the first At all, which seems like it's a it's a mistake. The two guy I don't know what the two guys are there for what's goose there for looking around his, his is, is that what his job is
1: oh yeah
2: aren't fire planes just single people normally
4: I don't know I think so I think fire planes are just one t- person I think at the time I don't know I don't, I don't, I don't think this is incorrect I think at the time it's what it would be would it? You, you would have two people I think so yeah it wasn't just done it feels like that's an awfully big thing to make up yeah it does I don't know. Yeah. Maybe somebody else could
2: tell us. I don't, I don't know. I
4: don't know. Um, but anyway, because
2: um, you don't see the other. Um, yeah, you do. Do you see the Migs? You see. Oh, you don't people? see the Migs,
4: but you do see Cougars
2: number two. Oh yeah, no, I mean in the. Yeah. yeah, but
4: we don't let them talk because in order to see both of them, you'd have to have them talk, and if you talk, then we can establish what nation they're from, and that just causes problems.
2: Yeah, but I mean, would you? I can't see. Oh, okay. they have to talk to each other. No, 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 no. I'm thinking if you're in charge of a plane like that and you're taking risks like that why would you let somebody your life you know if
4: you're just a a, that's a a, a large part of goose's storyline isn't it yeah i was gonna say that's sort of the plot of the movie
1: it says here that the backseater would perform tasks like into uh in interpretation of radar imagery navigation and operation of electronic countermeasures so
4: actually just the opposite the pilot's looking everywhere for what's going on the guy in the back's looking at all the other readouts to try and figure out what you any other information you can give the guy in the front
1: but we do also see them oh for sure you'd be like
4: hey look out for him not my job buddy you know i'm the backseat (laughs) guy take it up with the union so how would you feel being in a dogfight right and you can't do anything you're just sitting there just you left you left well, I think we do see the camaraderie between the number ones and the number twos, yeah. right? And and how close they have to be. Because if you're not, what do you do? And I guess they kind of believe they are a team, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, there is a joke made to Anthony Edwards' character, Goose, about the idea of, a, you know, and Goose does it to the other guy's number two as well, the idea of, it, oh, you don't want to fly anymore? Yeah. You, you know, you're happy being someone's number two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we get the concept of missile lock. They're told, don't fire unless you're fired upon. And then Cougar shows us the opposite. He shows us what it's like when you have missile lock put on you. So we get to see both sides of it, mm-hmm. and we don't make Tom Cruise look weak. We make this Cougar guy look weak. Uh, John Mellencamp, I believe he was. <laughs> and <laughs> wouldn't that be great? That would have been great. Um, and then uh, Maverick is trying to chase him down and help. Uh, there was a, there was a singer called John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> yeah. And in the 80s, he went by Cougar, like, really hard. hard and then yeah. once the 90s hit, and Cougar was no longer, like, a cool thing. Uh-huh. This, is, this still predates, like, the idea of a Cougar, <laughs> like like, yeah. a, like like an older yeah, woman. Yeah. But still, it was, like, Cougar's like, that's really 80s. Like, what, What you're, you're like, some sort of, like, like cat? Yeah, <laughs> what John is cougar this? Mellencamp. So he just became John Mellencamp. Yeah. But for, for the 80s, his album's John Cougar it Mellencamp. <laughs> I, um, have,
1: I did use a uh, random uh, call sign generator, and we have all got call signs. Oh, let's go ahead and... Ooh. We'll find the right time for it. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, that's why I just wanted to mention it. So Excellent. I was kind of thinking we
4: should come up with some, so that's good. I'm looking forward to mine. Um, so then um, Tom Cruise, Maverick, uh, decides that he needs to get closer to him so that he goes inverted. So he's flying upside down. Yep. And they f- he flips the bird. And this is why you have a guy in number two, because he takes the Polaroid. Oh, um, it's cool. it's the Polaroid,
1: though. I, I wish I they'd have at least, like, I attempted I to. Like, I would have shown up
4: at the Top Gun and, like, plastered that on my locker and been yeah. like any of you guys do this? I call bullshit See, on how close they were. That's oh, that's movie shot. magic, absolutely. There's no way. You'd be absolutely. like, maybe
2: 50 feet or something or 20 feet, but yeah. not,
4: not, not that close. But it's it, this this whole stunt is designed to get the idea of Maverick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is what his name says he is. Well,
1: they say a metre and a half when they're talking about it later, but even the shot is obviously closer than a metre and a half, so they're yep. obviously like, not... Yeah.
4: Um so the actual F-14 pilot who really does flip the bird at an MIG pilot a MIG pilot was Scott Altman of VF-51 who eventually became become a NASA astronaut flying as pilot on two missions and commander as two more missions wow that's wow. cool that's very cool uh, John Mellencamp is still struggling and we see elements <laughs> that any other film and this is an important film in the sense that it establishes things that we see in Independence Day mm-hmm. uh, anything where there's like guys inside planes fighting things we get this sort of an idea so the idea you take your mask off when you can't breathe yep. when you're nervous which we see uh harry connick jr that one's not a joke it really was harry connick jr independence yeah. day takes his mask off or the picture of the kids right beside your um all your controls oh, if you're if, if, yeah. the if pilot now i'm not saying that the ones who thought of this but it was the first time we really saw it on film and therefore we would see that carried on in all sorts of other media from that point onward
2: when harry connick jr in memphis bill I don't
4: know. Okay. Um, Cougar is really struggling and he does a lot of back and forth. A Maverick, in the meantime, is going to land. And then he has some sort of sixth sense that Cougar is not going to be able to make it back.
1: Because he can hear him over the radio.
4: Yeah, but he's. Yes, but he you don't know if he's going to make it back or not. All they know is that Cougar's gone quiet. That's mm-hmm. all we know. Yeah. And then number two's going, I don't think he's going to make it, guys. Nope. And so Tom, you know goes back up there, and principal Strickland's losing his mind because yeah, there's a thing that catches them in there, yep, yeah. like a band type thing yep and there's also you know it's also a 30 million dollar piece of equipment and he's not probably got enough not enough fuel yeah he's on fumes, he's yeah, on yeah. fumes, yeah. and they both are so uh, Tom goes out there Maverick finds cougar, it's a lot of back and forth, he talks him into landing, and the guy's like coming down like he's oh, like heaving that. from left to right, and then it just land so that's got to be some real skill. The pilot who flies, like he doesn't know how to fly, yeah. so you can land it like that. Yeah, I was on a plane that came down like that once. I think it was Pittsburgh, worst turbulence I ever. I did not think we were hitting that runway. Wow. Like I'm not a good flyer, but generally, once I'm up, I'm okay. I'm not a good taker off.er I'm oh. I'm fine with landing. I love taking off. Oh and no! London?
2: Yeah, no. I really, yeah, no. It's great. It's I love it. It's the bit of Mine. <laughs> I
4: cannot
1: do no, that. when you when you're like going up and up and up and up, yeah, and, up, and, up yeah. and up and up and up and up and up and up and then you finally. I away. like
4: narrate. Yeah. I'm like, oh geez, no, no. I like no. watching the floor out the window. It's the like, worst part W-up. is we go up, and then it is the part where like you like tilt yeah, so you can turn, yeah. and all of a sudden I'm looking down. Oh, 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 the best.
3: Oh, no. that's the brilliant. No, when we're landing, it's like
4: a roller When we're landing, love it, love it. But when we're flying, when we're taking off it is the worst experience (laughs) ever
1: when we went to when i went to copenhagen in february i did have to hold emily's hand who i went with because she doesn't fly very often at all and didn't like it and she was like "Ah!" (laughs) so i was holding her hand as we went up and i was just grinning and like filming a slow motion video out of the out of the window as we took it was like a time lapse so that was cool
4: we get called into the bosses on Principal strickland's office uh, he doesn't call him a slacker, um, but no, we no. find out. Cougar's lost. Cougar comes in first and says, "I've lost the edge," and he puts his wings down. And he thinks Maverick on the way out. Maverick and Goose is sitting there, and they get called in. And we get all the cliches that are only cliches because this movie's so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, your ego's writing checks. Your 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 body, your, your body can't cash. Yeah. And we get uh, his backstory. Um, it's this movie's subtitle should have been called Top Gun. We won't show you. We're going to tell you in there also another
2: one um you'll be flying cargo out of bangkok or something yeah something like yeah, yeah, that yeah. we
4: find that he was in hack twice Now, to be in hack means that that mean? yeah. when the, you're uh, in the wrong when the ship yeah but it's, it's bigger than that when the ship goes into port and you're supposed to have like a day on leave yeah and you keep your punishment is you don't get to go on on shore leave you have to um, stay to your quarters because you done messed up Oh, okay so a whole bunch of stuff, and there's some sort of an Incident with the admiral's daughter, which is brought up not just once but twice, <laughs> um, and they're being rewarded. Though he goes, I can't believe I'm going to do this. Like it turns on a dime, I'm giving you exactly what you want. You're going to Top Gun. Cougar was my number one. Now he's out. You were number two. Now you're in. There is nothing I saw in that a thing that suggested Cougar was anywhere near this number one. What really pissed yeah. me
1: off because I'm like, if <laughs> if he really is the number one, he should be going to bloody Top Gun then why on earth would just having missile lock on him? Nothing was fired. He wasn't actually in, like, up shit's Creek. He didn't have to pull his parachute. He didn't have to adjust. He's got the ips. So why, but why is did that just get him?
4: He's got the ips. He looks at his, I'm guessing he's the guy who's all, I'm giving the movie credit here because it doesn't do a good job telling us. So yeah. if I had to invent a reason for it, it would be... <laughs> He's been so good. He's never been in this situation. This isn't training. This was a real bad yeah, really. guy on his tail, and he saw the end of everything that he's got in his life, yeah. and he can't put that behind him.
3: It's also a, it's also kind of like a foreshadowing to a, like Goose's demise as well, since he goes, uh, Cougar goes away because of his family. And- <laughs>
4: please. Then Georgia wants to hit the doesn't? button. I think I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you on this, Ethan. I think yeah. it's more foreshadowing. I'm giving this too much credit. I think it's more foreshadowing what Tom's going to go through his own yips. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because we see it in Cougar
1: first. I at least have, at least have like the, the pilot, the bad guys, like, open guns on him because at least then you've got no, because oh, he's that, in danger then
4: it's a different no because the yeah. minute they open guns it's a different movie because you can't yeah. do the training now everybody's got to be at war you can't go what's happening a new war well you boys have fun at training school for <laughs> five weeks
1: well no then they can just take both of them down like, what are we going to do take both of them we found our time. very
4: best pilots across the country and we're going to send them away from the war and to go train them to go pretend fight
1: yeah. <laughs> well no you can just have a line of dialogue about how they were rogues or something and there's not actually a war and then. <laughs> send them nah, off that's not, because not in the is 80s like, but not the dude the is 80s. just like oh no I might get fired at time to have a breakdown
4: stor- okay, the whole thing is, Which it's, is it's, nice. it's a, yeah. a storyline reason to go because you have to establish that Maverick's a guy who doesn't play by the rules he's good but he doesn't play by the rules you're too good Maverick you're, you're dangerous up there and then go
1: you're not better this week in no. the <laughs> no, i'm not trying to be better oh,
4: i'm
3: not trying to be better wow Is this- what's going on this week it's harsh i think you're just getting really really antsy about this button yeah um he wants to
2: push the button
3: and then he goes you know what tell me about the you're
4: gonna go to top gun tell me about the mig some other time i'm like this feels like that's more important than just yeah have have fun buzzing the tower. <laughs> what's what's a mig? The only thing I think of a. Uh, I don't is know the other plane. Isn't the it? mig is the enemy.
1: They did yeah. use a lot of jargon in this. Yeah, mig
4: was one that was consistently used to mean people who you're fighting. Yeah, the it's, other guy. It's,
1: but like, if it's not a word that you're used to hearing, it, yeah. I, I couldn't pick up on what they were actually saying. I think it's mig not words is I'm used the
3: name to. of the plane. See, I thought it was like missile integrated gunner. Oh no. Mm. Metal inert gas. What does MIG stand for in Top Gun? Okay, so it's not actually. You just a looked
4: up a MIG welder, is what you just looked up.
3: <laughs> no, I just typed in <laughs> "What does MIG stand for in Top Gun?" and it came up with the a lot of random stuff. Also, Soviet military fight. There's no actual. Acronym. No, there's no. It's just. It's just nice. it's, it,
4: it was a term they came up with to mean bad guy. Bad guy. Yeah. yeah.
3: The I in MIG, as the Russian word, meaning and, apparently. Okay, uh,
4: I think it would be worth it to go through this debriefing at this point, but mm. yeah, let's let time decay this memory, shall we? <laughs> uh, we go to Miramar, California, Fighter Town, USA, and Tom Cruise is riding a motorcycle, motorcycle. for the very first time. Is he? He's so he did cool. not know how to ride a motorbike until this film. Wow! He went to the House of Motorcycles in El Cajun, California to learn they taught him in the parking lot of their shop. Wow. And now you see Tom Cruise riding a bike in like yeah, every Everything, movie. yeah, everything. And he is really cool when he rides he a is. bike. Um, and the bike we saw the bikes in the in the trailer for the for the new movie. So it there is. we go, a
2: few throwbacks.
4: And we get a story regarding the history of Top Gun uh that is said to us by Jester, played by Canada's own. I found out, mm. Michael Ironside. I like Ironside. He was like Ooh. Viper's number two. The whole time he was Jester. Yeah, Jester. Yeah.
0: I struggled. Uh, to he tell wasn't that funny. He <laughs> stated
4: in the DVD commentary, he was so convincing as an officer when he heard someone running towards him below deck. He got onto the sailor who was running, so he gave him some lip. The sailor saluted and slowed down until he got out of a line of sight and started running again. The sailor never knew Ironside was an actor. <laughs> <laughs> he is a bit mean looking, though, isn't he? And we meet Mike Viper Metcalf, played by Tom Skerritt. Yeah, right, and I went, "This is the guy with the mustache." I like mm-hmm. Tom. Discount. Discount Tom Cruise Not Tom Cruise Tom Selleck Tom Selleck And I said do you know this guy And you went "Mm, You should You should This is the dad in Steel Magnolias It is Tom Skerritt
1: I I don't remember his face at all Wow What looked like that
4: His face never changes So it wasn't like he'd grown his hair out Or something like that
1: A genuine, genuine question How do you guys remember What so many people look like And what their names are And what they've been in
4: uh I mean part of it's I mean you're getting a crash course in this. Not, not like the Top Gun 5 week thing, but uh <laughs> but no, I think it's time and sort of hearing it in the discourse over many 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 years. Yeah. Cuz you just, said
1: that and I go well huh? like that is if is if that cuz you guys went oh it's him and I genuinely can't I can't picture it I, now. After I've just watched the film. Well, I'm
4: the guy who stumbled upon Rue being the girl from the Hate You Give last <laughs> week, so you know, I, I maybe he's got something in my head that just links people. Um I don't know. I think part of it's just life experience. But then again, we also spend like three hours most weeks breaking down a film. And I think for the most part, when I've seen someone in something, I tend to remember them for future things. Yeah. Uh, what was that guy's name from Terminator 1 who was in Greece? Michael Bain? Michael Bain, yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't know Michael Bain's name at that point.
3: That <laughs> also, I think, it's I love love him. because you do media, you tend to retain more things media related because that is sort of that's your field.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, like, it's similar to sports. Either though, you know, I remember which players are on which teams at what year and what they did. And, I can't mm.
1: remember anyone's faces or anything. Let like I struggle with people that I actually know and spend time with, let alone <laughs> people that are like nothing to do with me other than I've watched them in a film. So right.
4: Anyway, Tom Skerritt, uh, he was the first Top Gun. Um, and he says, "Look, you're the top one percent. You'll be made even better." And I don't know if you noticed this. They would very, they tried really hard. Even if they're in the same shot, we're not showing Maverick and Iceman in focus at the same time. Yeah. There was a lot of focus pulls. Mm-hmm. So we'd see Maverick and then we'd see the reaction. Then we'd see back, but it would just focus pull. We'd never show them in the same shot with the exception of a couple of times in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, to show that opposition. Um, Maverick says, "Goose, like, what are you doing? Maverick's like, trying to figure out who the best is at that point Tom Skerritt showed he'd read the script too he goes case you're trying to figure out who the best is (laughs) and he's not he's nowhere near close enough to have heard what Tom said (laughs) nowhere near close enough but that was all right it was funny um and then we meet the women in the film because they go to a bar and our first shot is just like some leg shots of some women out on the it is the 80s 80s. we have a lot of peroxide and a lot of hair we do. um and just a lot of pretty girls looking for a man in uniform it's that trope do you know what i remember i think i remember
2: as a kid watching this and i'm sure there was like um a
4: press-ups scene i don't this. know trust me this film but i haven't seen it i've seen ever this since. i've seen this film like twice in my life oh i've seen this yeah guy. like i was a I, this isn't one that i've got a, a big nostalgic memory uh, okay for i've it. seen this about 30 years i time. saw days of thunder way before i saw top gun Okay, I'll see this about 30. Okay. (laughs)
2: Um, But yeah, I'm sure there was a press-up scene where they were like trying to egg each other on to do press-ups with somebody sitting on the back or something.
4: Yeah. But I don't remember. Uh, Goose then tells us about Iceman and how good he is. And um, they meet. We have this awkward meet between the two groups. And Iceman says about him, uh, he goes, "Um, oh, I heard that about you. You like to fly alone. And I'm like, w- why can't we just ever have characters like experience something at the same time we find it out yeah, yeah they've always got to tell us things about other people you know what i know about you here's some important exposition for the audience yeah oh it's
3: lame i know it's not cliche at this point like when it comes out but hearing that now there's such a an overused line of we're well, a lone wolf in the field
4: yeah uh we've also got they walk away i don't know if it's goose who goes Yep, they were abused
3: children. I'm like, yeah, that's Come not, on. that line's <laughs> not making it in the sequel. There's a couple really bad jokes in this that have not aged at all. No.
1: No. But-
2: they
3: haven't, no. haven't aged well. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they've they've would, definitely aged. I
1: should say that would imply that they had aged.
3: Yeah. Uh, we
4: then get a point of view shot because there's a $20 bet made by uh, Goose with Maverick, which I guess must be the norm. They need to have carnal knowledge on the premises. Phew. <laughs> roll of women everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we then get a point Your of face. view shot of charlotte charlie blackwood played by kelly mcgillis who i have seen in two films in my life yeah. you know what's annoying witness
1: all those guys have got really cool cool signs that are like maverick ice man wolf man and hers is literally just a nickname for her actual she's name. not in the military but like she's still got a call sign if she's gonna have a call sign got no, a call make, sign shot refer to it as a call sign in it Maybe just to make, make, make
4: her feel ingratiated, but she, they said, you do not salute her. She is a civilian. I, no. Yeah. She shouldn't, ha- she shouldn't have a call sign. They say they, call sign, they Charlie. Do, they, yeah. might, okay, they might say that, but she shouldn't she's, have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't call it a bloody call sign. Agreed. But they give her this... Uh, I, she's an interesting character. Hmm. She's an interesting character. She's not your typical bl- blonde... I mean, she's blonde, but she's not your typical, like, 1980s love interest. There's some... There's some agency here and some pushback. Yeah,
1: no, she's... she's She's, yeah, she's fun, but like, just I just want some consistency in the film when there isn't any. She's a
4: civilian. I got no issue with
2: it. <laughs> I think the guy who played Wolfman. He's the guy that was with her in real life. Yes,
4: this they film. fall in love during this film. Yeah, I yeah. Her that. and Wolfman. Good, good, good job. That just came to me. (laughs) Um, Maverick's love interest was originally going to be, this is the Navy influence, was originally going to be a female enlisted member of the Navy. This was changed because the military has a rule against fraternization between officers and enlisted personnel. (laughs) Okay. I the officers is the big one. The idea about about her rank. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Characters based on a real person, Christine Fox, who worked at, uh air station miramar the but charlie character replaced christine. another idea of an aerobics instructor <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about the typical 80s. 1980s thing i'm
1: so glad they did not use that <laughs> <Imagine Jamie laughs>
4: the curse. um they were uh producers were introduced so what changed it was they were introduced to christine legs fox there's the call sign oh, for there it There we are and
1: they're supposed to be chrissy Sorry, chrissy you mean chrissy well, if Charlotte's Charlie, then she's Christine's got to be Chrissy, surely. That's how yeah, call signs work. Yeah, probably. I don't think
4: it would, I'm not necessarily sure if it legs is a call sign as much as it is just blatant objectification. Yep, a civilian mathematician employed by the Center for Naval uh, Analyses. Analyses. There we are. As a specialist in maritime air superiority, developing tactics for aircraft defense carrier, she eventually goes on to work at the Pentagon, retiring in May 2014 as acting Deputy Secretary of Defense, the highest post ever held by a woman at the Department of Defense. That's great. Wow, she's cool. Yeah, but I hate that.
1: What? I hope have they still I legs hope, in there. I
4: hope when she's like in her, I fi- oh, see on the other way. I hope when she's like in her like late fifties, early sixties, she's still getting called legs by people because, of her level. Becomes, I hope good. so. It
1: becomes endearing yeah. at that point, but like the fact that she had it in the first place is like, oh, she can't be very, very clever without being sexy as well. Yeah. Or, or, or
4: she's going, I can be smart and sexy. Maybe she's, maybe she's owning it.
1: Well, I hope so, but I doubt yeah, right. it.
4: I don't know. Um, so there we are Uh, Julianne Phillips was in consideration for the role of Charlie don't know who that is and had been scheduled to perform a screen test opposite Tom Cruise another name all the way back to the Breakfast Club Demi Moore Uh, she wasn't in the Breakfast Club no oh yeah Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. Yeah.
1: Which one was she? She
4: was the one who was like the one Moody with the. Br- or pretty. She was the gothy the kind one. of like awkward like oh, alternative like one. You know when you said breakfast? Of course club. you do. Everybody likes her. You know when you said breakfast club? Who likes? If you're out there and you prefer Molly Ringwald to Ali Sheedy, no let us way. know because no. no one does. <laughs> no. Ethan, it's like I'm trying to think of somebody. It's like, ah, oh, I like pizza. You know, <laughs> what else I like the Beatles and puppies. You know when you said breakfast club and
1: right? sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> My and head. Christmas Eve and
4: days off.
1: A day we were, I Don't have to go to work. Yay, Liam.
2: When you said Breakfast Club, my yeah. brain went Brat Pack. <laughs> that's
4: I went, <laughs> that's no. why. I My face just scrunched. I don't know anymore. Where are we at here? Kelly McGillis was cast because producers loved her in Witness. She's very good in Witness. Very good in Witness. I don't think she's very good in this. She's her not character's given, interesting. She's not I don't given, think she's very good. She's not given the chance to be, though. That
1: might be why I'm more annoyed, because actually, when I think about the character and what she does, because she's actually obviously quite high up, she's teaching these guys, she's doing this, that, and the other. Everything
4: with her is rushed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then the Everything? performance is a bit meh.
4: Uh, Tom Cruise is three inches shorter than Kelly McGillis, which bothered mm. Paramount greatly. To even up their heights, Cruise wore special cowboy boots that <laughs> <laughs> gave him a little extra height, while McGillis didn't wear any shoes at all during these scenes. Oh, bless her i kelly mcgillis we said fell for wolfman literally direct quote she fell down in the middle of the street and she had my heart they dated for about a year Aww. tom cruise says uh he sees her and, and he goes uh, i'm sorry maverick I'll get back in the, in the universe the <laughs> film maverick looks at her and says to goose well, i think she's lost that love and feeling he's like no he's like yeah yeah we're doing it at which point uh they start singing and they a, a microphone's appeared yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, not like it's like his regular local pub. This is his first day here. Yeah, he's got that, and somehow he's convinced every other white shirt, not named Iceman or Slider, to sing with him. It
1: we must, see him talking to Goose, and a then navy there's thing.
4: then there's sixty people joining in.
1: It must be like a navy thing that maybe he's got
4: a movie. I just think um, it's probably a case a movie's got a movie, but yeah, yeah. maybe it's a navy thing. The fact that they all know the song imp- cappella. when
2: yeah. when um. Goose does this with him and he goes, Oh, no, not this again. This implies that they've done it time and time and time again. This time is a again. move they
4: do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where am I at here? Uh, oh, she says, Go ahead, sit down. And she uh, goes, they flirt, they flirt briefly, but then her date shows up and she goes, Are you a good pilot? And he goes, I she can says, hold my Are own. Are you
1: a pilot? To the first question, I was like, Are you, oh, kidding yeah. me? Are you
4: a pilot? He's like, No, I'm just standing here, my whites, with wings <laughs> on with them.
1: Wings. And I was like, Are you, What?
4: I'm cosplaying before cosplaying was a thing. Uh, he goes, yeah, I hold my own. And she says, good then. I won't have to worry about you making your living as a singer. To be fair, he's not very good. He's not. No. Um, the San Diego restaurant in Kansas, uh, sorry, the San Diego restaurant and bar called Kansas City Barbecue. That's confusing to read. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Served as a filming location for two scenes. The first scene, which we'll find later, is the Great Balls of Fire scene, while the later one is, oh, hang on, I'm in the wrong place. Never Mm -hmm. mind. I'll join that later, because I forgot that it shows up twice. We'll come back to that. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to hail both those pages. That sucks. Uh, Charlie's older man date at the Officers Club is the real-life Viper. Oh, that's cool. Pete Pettigrew. He's a retired Navy pilot, Top Gun instructor, and shot down a MiG. During the Vietnam wow. War. So it must be some sort of a yeah, statement. Yeah, yeah. He served as the technical consultant on the film. And then Tom Cruise goes, Well, I got turned down. Maybe I'll run into her again. Uh, tell you what, I'm not going to do something really, really creepy, like follow her into the ladies' room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this what is, is that? This, this,
1: this, this? this is why women go in pairs to the toilet. We get laughed at for it. How is this, this is
4: charming? High. No, it's just, if I can be honest, predatory. Georgia, I've never even considered that as being a reason why women go to the the the, the toilet in Paris. Yeah. I've not even for a moment considered that.
1: That's why we go in Paris. Wow!
4: But I'd never think about. I would ne- never. Do you know what I mean? Jeez. Um, <laughs> I remember once at the factory I worked in, I once accidentally walked into the. Uh, I was, I was really tired. It was like a three because you could work overtime till 3 a.m. if you wanted. Our shift mm-hmm. ended at one, but it was like 2.30 or something like that. And I walked in. It, if you walked down this last corridor and um, the first door you would walk by would be the women's change room and the next one you'd pass would be the men's. And I must have been thinking about something, right? but I made a right. And all of a sudden, I just noticed there weren't any urinals on the wall. And it <laughs> took me about. It probably took me like no time at all. It felt like a long time before I clocked. No one saw me, but then like, you look around, you go, "Am I? Am I? Am I getting fired?" Is anybody screaming? Oh, it's a man! <laughs> None of that. Thankfully, I think most of my coworkers would go, "Yeah, he's probably more embarrassed about it than we would have been." <laughs> George, something you want to
1: say? Yeah, I was just clarifying. A mig is a make of plane.
4: So say, every time so. they
1: say Mig, it cool. is referring to a. MIG plane. It just yeah. must
4: be a plane, but they definitely don't have. Yeah, it's yeah. a
1: Russian aircraft corporation. Okay.
4: Um. Next thing we've got is she in the ladies' room, and he's like, she's like, "What are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna you gonna just pin me down here on the floor?" And I'm like, "This is really casual for what's being said." Mm. At which point, everything go, "No, no, I just want to talk." He goes, goes over to this like counter they have. He's like, "I was thinking here." <laughs> And she's like, that's no, we wrong. It's okay to have a little sexual energy and be flirting. And, and they did have a little sexual energy before. I don't know enough to warrant following you and her into the bathroom. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yep, that's what happens, uh, there. Um, and then he says, I stopped you from making a big mistake with that guy. Cause that doesn't sound creepy either. <laughs> <laughs> if you had done what you, I, 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 saved you. You owe me Oh, Tom Cruise's. Maverick's not a good person. Nope. <laughs> in this film in general. This is gonna be one of those things where you're going to go, ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm coming after yeah, him. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but she does walk out and tell Goose, your friend was magnificent. <laughs> so she played along. Uh, and then we find out they're all sat down outside in this hangar. And uh, there's this follow shot of these legs with uh, tights on. Uh, seems perfectly up the back of a leg, which I assume is important. Well, that's how people um, don't
1: really wear tights with seams not anymore. Seams
4: anymore oh, okay. No Okay. I imagine the eighties; it was very important. <laughs> and George, did you clue it instantly that this was going to be Charlie?
1: Not even when I saw her face, did I realize it was her because looked oh. completely different. How long did it take you to
4: realize it was the same character? I
2: knew. Uh, when they
1: spoke afterwards.
4: Oh, okay, I knew that was going to be her. Yeah, that's fun. From way back when, when I watched it, and yep. it just knew. Um, she wants to know and so she's going through and saying here's what MIGS can do and what MIGS can't do and she's speaking from a theory from, from a hypothetical an analytical perspective uh, yeah what well, the good. books know yeah and he's going and she, he's just being really rude and just talking to goose the whole time goose is an enabler in this movie
1: <laughs> yeah. a lot of the time though they spend a lot not even just these two but like a lot of them spend time chatting over what they're being spoken yep. to about and i'm like you're here for five weeks and you're supposed to be the best of the best and you're not taking i think thing? in
4: order to qualify for this like your ego has to be so huge to go up there and believe it. you're not gonna get shot down yeah true um anyway she goes what's going on and he goes the clip we heard at the top where he goes well you know i've seen these things in action and actually they can do what you're saying they can't do she says how do you know well i was right on top of him well, if you're on top of him how can you see him because i was inverted at which point iceman says <coughs> <laughs> uh, that you. is ethan's button for the day that's that's right because it was something that's gonna be maybe up for uh, up for debate we're gonna go ahead and throw uh, that in there
0: it's not it's not it's, it's not annu- so many it's
4: not It's really not not enunciated very well so uh but i will say we do have we do have that so i'm gonna crank the volume just in case you want to hear Wilson. Again. <laughs> so, it sounds like he's saying Wilson. It does. It's but he's coughing. He's I'm coughing while favorite, he does it. it? Yeah. Uh, the cough and the line is, is uh, ad lib. It's ah, completely okay. an improv. Um, so, uh, therefore, everyone's reactions are genuine. Yeah. Um, cool. And then we get, as he gets up, that classic sunglasses and smile look that you see on every gif there is around. And uh, she follows him out, wanting to know about the MIG. He tells her to read about it. Like he's really like, oh, you turned me down yesterday. I'm gonna take this out on you because you didn't tell me your job. <laughs> uh, Ice Man wants to know. He finds him and goes, "Hey, well, you were doing, I know Cougar when you were showing off. Who was looking after Cougar? At which point, I'm going. You probably could tell him the truth here, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Like you actually did a whole lot to look out for Cougar. Actually, you, did, yeah. you saved his life in the sense that we don't know if they, if if the MIG shoots if Tom's not also there. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Uh, so let me go to day one of the competition. And the competition seems to be whatever we need to. Have. We, we never do see Tom Cruise win one of these. <laughs> but every time we come back, he's still in second place. I'm like, why are we... No <laughs> one would have helped me out to have shown Tom Cruise doing like winning some, some of these things. Yeah. I think
1: it's a pointed system. So you get a certain amount of points for each thing. So I guess he's getting like the he's, second most points. He's
4: getting time. points in the times that we don't see because he's going up there every day.
1: Yeah, I think he's getting points in the time we do see. He's just not getting the maximum amount of points because he does something. Yes, but in good. order to
4: finish second... Every time we see him, he's in second, right behind Iceman. So he's there's got to be days that he's winning. You're not finishing second just because you keep losing but putting up a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: When I think everyone is, most of them are losing, though, without even, without doing anything... Right, but he's
4: only two points behind Iceman, and he went, Iceman won again. Iceman won again. Iceman won again. You
2: can't, be you can't be two points all the time. Can the maps.
1: Trust me. Shit.
4: I'm pretty sure Brockheimer and Simpson aren't really caring about the no, you know yeah. the integrity of their competition, how it holds up. But that's why you come to the BFE because I want to know. <laughs> I want to know how many races there were. We know it's well, it's like five weeks. What's the they're point they're going up there more than three. Well, we're not told they're going up there more than three times. I'm
1: just. I'm. I'm, enjoying, I don't know. I'm participating yeah. in your frustration but
4: there's more than three <laughs> there's more than three dog fights over five weeks yes yes um and so day one maverick wins we think he wins against jester some guy with stars over all his helmets i wrote and actually i'll say this the helmets were good for creating character because a lot of the movie they've got masks on yeah, yeah. and so this is actually brilliant for you if you can have a movie yeah, where everybody's got, a got, got like on. a helmet with a name on it and some sort of like color scheme <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we know great. who's linked with who
1: had, like, imagine like, like, had magic we, wand and stuff. It was brilliant.
4: Imagine if we had that for heat so you knew that, like, De Niro <laughs> and Pacino were two different actors.
1: Is that the one where they're like, that's where one's around. got a
4: goatee and one doesn't, but you thought it was the same person?
1: Yeah, and then, is that the one they run around in the airport at the end?
4: Yeah, and, and yeah. You, you, your mind must have been crazy when they had, like, the coffee together halfway through the movie.
1: Look, you th- I is, mean, this, they, is this like a Gollum schmiegel thing? The, <laughs> they made the parent trap. Like, it's. <laughs>
3: His evil twin brother, the entire time. Oh, it's got a great cast.
1: Well, <laughs> also,
4: one is a goatee, so it could, it's the evil twin. So, when they win, um, Maverick defeats Jester and then buzzes the tower. Why? Why?
1: because he's yeah. an asshole. Yeah,
4: that's, that's, I mean, you're right but this movie aligns me to Maverick and tells me Maverick's just under misunderstood I mean even goose is going you probably shouldn't do this no, exactly. and then he's stuck and he has to laugh along because he's goose because you're trapped in a plane with them yeah but it's like oh he probably didn't like that no he didn't and then he like like Mavericks surprised when he gets in trouble
1: I do really wonder why, like, Goose gets called in as well to be told off because he clearly has no jurisdiction over what's just happened because he can't operate May- the plane.
4: M- but maybe that's part of the thing. It's like when you're a teacher, if, if I could imagine being one, and you're I'm like, look, if her. you guys keep, t- look, you just run into your own lunch hour. I'm going to keep you off for five minutes. And you're hoping the collective accountability stops the bad kid from going, I don't want to ruin everybody's lunch. All right, fine. Yeah. so maybe tom cruise would not be you know a sociopath and go i really care about goose i don't want him to see him get uh to get in trouble but that thought really never enters his mind until goose is dead nope why does he say you're
2: so used to listening to people in your ears you get to know who's who right yep their voice why does he go this is ghost rider request flyby a he's not ghost rider
1: it's the plane's name i think isn't it
4: i have no idea well, i don't know
2: it's, and, it's not one of the people as far and as And he goes, right. negative, the pattern is full, right? Yeah. In other words, stay out because we're flying other planes. Stay out because things are coming in, yeah. But we never see any other planes around, even though he said negative. But, but, you, well, you got I get the idea, but he's that just
4: that was, probably just, you know, no kid. We're not going to let you do it. And you give him some BS excuse and you drink your coffee. Yeah. I
2: don't know. But he didn't know that he'd be drinking coffee at that point, did he?
4: No, no, no. That's just, that's just, <laughs> you know that's mean? just a fun bit for us. Yeah. <laughs> and he's supposed to coffee all over. No one had ever buzzed the tower at Miramar before. The Navy pilots who were flying the scenes for the film drew straws to see who would get to do it. Oh, cool. They went to Lieutenant Commander Lloyd Bozo Abel. Uh, Michael Ironside have... happened to be at the hangar that day, and the plane flew low enough to where he could actually see into the cockpit as it flew by. He said it was one of the most spectacular things he'd ever seen.
2: I can vouch for that. When I was a kid... In uh, the village that I lived in, I was helping uh, doing you know fates and stuff, and they were doing tours up the tower of the church. I had to go and make sure everything was okay at the, the top of the tower and everything else. So people, I give tours up it. I went up one morning, <laughs> got on top of the tower, and this plane because we're near a flight path. This fighter plane came flying round the tower. I ducked, so I thought he was going to hit me. Obviously, he was so far away. But close enough for me to go oh my god i saw him in his cockpit and he nodded to me <laughs> nodded that's how close he was terrifying
1: we had a plane come over work the other day because obviously we're still on the flight pl- path where we are quite close between the, several of the different raf bases and one came over and it was so loud like so 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 loud that a load of the kids went is that russia
2: like, was, it was okay.
1: Yeah, it was that. Yeah, it was so loud.
2: That was three planes. Though. That was three. Uh,
1: was it three of them? That was was three it? Of them, yeah. Ah, that makes sense why it was so loud. But.
4: I'll tell you who else was loud, and
1: that was <laughs>
4: Jester yelling at everybody about what's going on. And Cruz's teeth, I've noticed, haven't been capped yet. They're slightly off center in his mouth. Yeah. Um, and they're told off because apparently their wind didn't count, and we sort of had Iceman warn us about this because they went under the deck. It kind of feels like Jester cheated a bit. Because mm-hmm, he, he went under going, you can't shoot me if I'm under the deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
4: Mm. That, he knew that he was going to lose. That feels slimy. Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. And he says, hey, we were only under there for a few seconds. Nope, nope, a loss. And, and and you know, Viper really kind of comes at him and goes, uh. I thought we saw boom Mike. It was just a bit of a fan, it turns out. I was really excited for a minute, thinking I found like a, like, like a movie mistake. <laughs> uh, they are told to obey the rules or get out. And Goose is like, well, I'll come out in a minute. We found out that Viper, you know, there's some... It's, and he goes, Oh, so they got, yeah, they got me. And Viper's like, Hmm, Maverick. How was he? He's pretty good. He's pretty good. All right. Would you want to fly with him? I don't know. I flew with his daddy. I wish when the score gets like a little bit sad, yeah, and we're yeah. like, hmm, this is going to be important. It is. I'll tell you what. You know what film does a much better job of teasing out the backstory? Hot Shots. Yeah. <laughs> hot shot hot oh, Shots no. does a better job of showing, not telling. It genuinely does. I'm not saying we need a flashback scene, but we need more than this garbage. We do, we do.
1: Oh, it's brutal. Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part 2 are yeah. like two of my favorite films. I love Hot Shots Part 2. Yeah. Me too. It's great.
4: Um, He goes uh oh so i got here's my thought the guy's name is maverick yeah why is everyone so surprised when he doesn't play by the oh, rules I know, right yeah it'd be like if you had cheater on your <laughs> baseball team <and> you're like <laughs> yeah. hang on
1: he's he cheated. he's using steroids <laughs> i want to know how goose got his name
4: because he's a joker goosing around oh, is, is, is that a term I think so. I hope so, because otherwise, it's about- otherwise, it's like I hope he's not goosing like ladies or anything like that.
2: No, 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 goosing around, being a joker oh, is that what being, it is? being funny. That yeah. would line up with his character. Yeah, so yeah, I've okay, yeah. never heard of that. Okay.
4: No, I'm- um Goose then finds Maverick, and he's like, "You can't sleep either." I'm like, "Okay, it's late at night, I guess." And he goes, yeah. "Oh, he goes, I'm 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 really nervous about my opportunities because basically he's going, I'm married to you." Yeah. And I- I've got a wife and kids support. Does he mention the wife and kids here? I i don't think he does because one of my criticisms it, of the film is they just show up out of nowhere yeah um but he's basically saying but he's saying like this is all i know how to do yeah i don't want to tra- i don't want to be a up. truck driver don't screw this up for me as well as you he goes, "You're the only family i got i'm like why don't you treat him a little bit better mm-hmm. and he goes um what do we got here
0: he's an asshole
4: and he goes you know, you have me got I'm not gonna let you down, I promise. I've got my notes here. Rather than have these guys say, Oh, I care about you so much, I care about you so much, how about you show me they care about it? Like what's one thing they've done that shows me that they're actually tight? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh hang on though, there's a picture of them with their arms around oh, each other and they're both brutal. like thumbs up, so you know. Um,
4: we go back to Maverick Probably and Charlotte Sorry, go ahead.
3: Oh, it's just that it, it's—they try and feign brotherly love with it, but it's never really shown, other than them bickering like a couple times. I think
4: that the restaurant was supposed to be a big, or the bar was supposed yeah. to be a big deal, but I'm like, it just feels like it's you and your maid out. Out.
1: I just feel it just felt less easy than anything. Yeah, else.
4: it did. Yeah, yeah, this was more about establishing Maverick's character as a ladies' man than it was about them yeah. being super tight. The most we ever get is when his widow's like,
3: "He really cared yeah. about you." Later yeah,
4: um, on, Ethan. Later on. <laughs> Maverick's doing some work um, in the middle of a Pepsi advert. Um just cans on everybody's desk. there a Pepsi is. Pepsi and a Colgate and, advert. And he's sort of looking at like what he should be doing, and Charlie's like, you should do a roll to the right. He's like, no, no. I can... Oh, no, he's like, I want to do a roll right. Like, it's too aggressive. And they're obviously talking in a metaphor. So yeah, he's yeah, saying, you're yeah. too aggressive. And he's like, yeah, sometimes aggressive's good. And uh, meanwhile, everyone's sort of watching them, and he, he she she shoots him down. Says, "I don't date students," <laughs> and um all so and then all of a sudden she said, turns down publicly, but then slides a sheet over that says, "Like here's my address. Come over tonight." And Slider, which is like Ice Man's number two, who's just like like if this was like a high school movie, he'd just be like the the football team bully. That's he's all like, he'd he's be. Like
1: Malfoy's Crab and Goyle, isn't he? Like that's. If Iceman was Malboy At least
4: Iceman's got like, Distinguishing features about him He's like You're too dangerous Iceman's really controlled Yeah, yeah Right yeah. He's, got, he's got ice in his veins He does everything by the book He knows exactly what to do Yeah, yeah. Distinguishing character If this guy's role Just just, just pick on our hero Yeah Alright
1: Yeah I don't I don't have a problem with Iceman He's going Look no, he's Iceman, got the no rest with. of us yeah. at, mm. In danger Chill out Literally like, I
4: don't know if we said this when, about, about Iceman When we got introduced to him Val Kimmer didn't want to do the movie Did he not really? No 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 He was contractually obligated to do it Wow. And being one of the defining roles of his yeah. career. Yeah. Um so then he goes up to Slider though. Slider was you stink. And I thought I thought it was this big build-up to like you smell like failure or you smell like that's what's that a fear of it or second place I smell. But just you stink. And everyone's like, whoa, <laughs> like it was this amazing put down. And then when he leaves, like Slider like smells his own armpit. I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> This is uh, the fact that Anthony Edwards said it was like a skeletal script. I totally buy it. Yeah, I have yeah, worked in five-year-old insults, and
1: they have come up with better insults.
4: Yeah. Um, and the next thing you know, we have a, a game of volleyball because, because this is very it's weird. Just,
3: this is the most homoerotic thing I think I've ever seen off. in a film. What well, makes it all more erotic, Ethan? Because it's all these glistening men, like sweaty and shirtless, and do they're you, all like, "Do you get how sports works?" No, I do. I do. do I just because their- you pretended you were into football about an hour ago. Hey, hey, hey! I'm not <laughs> pretending. I like my football. <laughs> it's also very homoerotic. No, it, it just—it's a very weird homoerotic scene in this film. Slider does do that oh, thing. What
4: makes it homo? I don't understand. What makes it homoerotic? It does that
3: thing where he goes? Whoa.
1: Oh, it is. It is. It is like yeah. the equivalent of having like a women's beach volleyball. Like, scene yeah. just in there for no reason. It's because it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's to right, be right, really no one, sexy. Hang on,
4: no one would look at two. Hang on, though, because I want to challenge this. No one would look at two women playing volleyball against two women and go, oh. Some homoerotic thing you got going on there. We wouldn't. So what's
1: it's we oh, pe- have, people do this because yeah. this is a
4: metaphor. This is hang on, no, because homoerotic it doesn't mean you look at it from the outside and get homoerotic suggests there's something going on between the characters. Yeah, 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 yeah there's not.
1: I mean, Ethan's terms probably wrong but like, so that's the term so I got like an issue with if,
3: uh, is there was there's like a between iceman and his 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 other guy there's there was always a little bit of a thing there I've always it, it seemed for me <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
4: I, I
3: see I see this stuff in different ways to you
4: guys because there's none I, 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 I just—it's just, it's just this lazy put-down we do now. Oh, any it's sort so, of oh, this isn't any sort of though. any sort of aggressive male competition there's, gets framed as homoeroticism. It no not
1: very sweaty there's and very no, abs-heavy and it, like
2: there's no need to flex this muscles. Is metaf- and-
4: this is a metaphor but hang on no because there is. I'm going to tell you why there is, and I'm going to be always right, and you're going to acknowledge me again, okay? I'm acknowledge gonna, me. Here's th- Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> <You> are- <laughs> Watch that, because you are. Here it is. Ready? <laughs> Who are the two teams?
1: Always, oh, yeah, I know what it's, it's doing. Ice it's Iceman
4: a... and it's Slider, yeah. and it's, and they're the whole the whole movie's been placing us against Loggerheads. So what do we do? We're gonna put them in a sporting competition, and this is where all the flex and the posture and that I'm better than you lines up. And the and and the, the score even ends with them one win apiece, and we can't separate them. Yeah, and then true. Thomas to go for his date, so it's left up in the air. Yeah. It's just. What do you want to see? Do you want to see him go up in the air and do a nut? Because you really got to be careful of how many shots you have of dogfights.
1: It is quite sweaty and flirty. Now, that being said,
4: that being so, I'm going to take this.
2: Acknowledge
4: me. But,
1: but,
3: you, but you, you know what it could have used? A setup. Yeah, because all yeah, of a sudden, that's it... I'm saying because it's so sudden and it's so testosterone <laughs> ego fueled, and they're all sweaty and shiny, and it's all shot as if they're like these sexy Adonis's, like, and it's so.
4: All of a sudden, <laughs> it goes just... from "Slider, you stink" to "Time to play some volleyball."
3: <laughs> but this is my
4: fight. This and... is my fight. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, Ethan, bring the decibels down. the, on. the, the, the pitch, pitch, the pitch, the <laughs> pitch. But you know, like yeah, ha- if it was like. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm off for a date. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good job. And he goes, What's the matter? You know, the old, What's the matter, McFly Chicken? Or, yeah. Oh, I didn't think you'd want to face some real competition and let that chip on his shoulder be like, Fine, we're gonna do this, Goose. You're gonna, yeah, I'm in for this, right? And then when he walks away, finally for the date, you're like, You know, because otherwise, it's like, Who is this guy? It's and
1: why it. does he get involved? He's yeah, been he trying to get a date with this girl.
4: Like,
1: yeah, it's like,
4: eh. Uh, uh. Yeah, it was just really weird. So he shows up for his date um and a berlin's take my breath away brilliant is song. or an instrumental version thereof at least is playing underneath love the song brilliant it was everywhere yeah it was everywhere
2: don't um, make the mistake i made and buy a berlin album just that for
4: that yeah because none of the other songs nah. are anything like it <laughs> uh he's late um and he's like he's like nope no apologies he wants to take a shower and she goes nope which i mean it's kind of weird he wants to take a shower but in the same breath i don't really want to sit with someone who stinks he just played volleyball just played volleyball why can't he have a shower i mean yeah i mean if slider stank before i mean what's he smelling like now yeah ripe it's just, it just it's just <laughs> weird it's like it just seems that are thrown together without any sort of reason for them no um so they have a conversation she wants to be promoted that's her character's motivation for the movie i want to be promoted mm-hmm Cool. And she needs his story in order to help make that happen. And they share backstories and we get a little bit about Tom and Tom's like, My dad was a great fighter pilot. How do you know that six year old little boy?
1: He doesn't.
4: He's only heard stories, isn't he? From who? It's all and anybody who was there says it's classified. Yeah, I know, but there's always thing that um
2: He's
1: just doing the thing of my dad must have been great because he's my dad. Which
4: then feels like he's got this really weird, like, complex. Like he has to Mm -hmm. follow his dad's Footsteps for this reason? That's
1: exactly what this is.
4: That would have been a great story mm. if we chose to spend any time developing it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so they, they drink wine and then yada, yada, yada. And he goes home and says, I'm going to go have a shower. Thank you, for, uh, thank you for your time. As and then we cut to a really weird scene. They're in the elevator and he's wet.
1: As if he's like...
4: Has he just showered or has he had a just had a workout? I think he just had a workout, isn't he? She just goes, "You need never shower." It looks like, yeah. And I'm like, "What <laughs> is, is this?" Is the
1: next, I assume it's the next day.
4: It's the next day, yeah. She or admits like, that she doesn't usually fall for pilots, and she's got a ball cap on. You yes. might be going. Why is she wearing a ball cap here? It's because this this scene's a reshoot. Oh, okay. Uh, She'd already dyed her hair brown for a different role. Ah. Uh, so the hat is on there to cover that up. Oh. Tom Cruise's hair is also longer, so that's why I think his hair has to be wet so that you can't tell. Yeah. Because he moved on to a new movie by this point as well.
3: I found a response to the homoeroticism thing. Okay. Um, so there was a, view, a review saying the movie is a shiny ho- ho- homoerotic commercial. They strut around the locker rooms, towels hanging out precariously from their ro- waists. And one of the ro- the co writer Jack Epps Jr. says, We didn't write it that way, but I can see how it can be interpreted like that.
4: Yeah, to be fair, they're referring to the uh to the locker room. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah but you know even quentin tarantino made a whole quentin thing of it as well quentin 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 <laughs> i'm not having someone on 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 this
4: film podcast be one of a those cambridge people students say it wrong a student at a cambridge university said <laughs> <laughs> all right we were done <laughs> um so yeah um she was already started making made in heaven made in heaven never heard of this uh top gun filmmakers, yada yada yada. Uh we meet Carol Bratt because I don't know where they go. You know what Goose is missing? A wife. Yeah. <laughs> let's just get her here. Because ad- cause I could swear he was making some sort of commentary about, you know, let's find some girls when yeah. they're at the mm-hmm. when they're at the bar in the first scene. Yep. Again, loosely based script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, isn't so isn't
1: the, the new bet one. That that they, went, oh thank god! The bat scene came across as its first. It wasn't first.
4: That. No, no. The, the bet was just for him.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't read that way.
4: No, because Goose isn't a. Goose, that's not who Goose is. Goose no, isn't no. his equal. No,
1: no, no. No, I know. But everything about the
4: relationship is that Goose needs Tom.
1: In the, in the bar, you don't know that yet, though. So it, it could. Oh, you get in. the idea. I didn't.
4: No, because you cast Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards does not. Oh, I, that, Anthony, I, that, okay, Anthony a Edwards does not look like a ladies' man. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's a fat man. Val Kilmer? Sure. Slider? Absolutely. Slider's a big dumb meathead. Yeah. yeah, If you want to show me, you know, he's got a different woman every night on his arm. I I could buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, Meg Ryan and Anthony Edwards are a couple in this and they became a couple after filming ended. Do you know what? They look so good together. (sighs) Meg Ryan looks so good in this movie. She does. That's her first maybe isn't it it's one of her first ones yeah, 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 yeah. and she would later go on to be in a bunch of she was just the queen of the rom-coms and then I think she's had some work done and it's not it did not go well I
3: don't it's know. like Ryan you in you got mail isn't it pardon me is she in you got mail am I thinking
4: yeah, sure. she's in you got mail yeah. she's in sleepers in Seattle she's in she Joe to get Versus all, the Volcano she had a good old run between oh yeah she well, the 80s, Tom trilogy mid 90s yep. Yeah, she was she was the queen of the rom com in the mid nineties uh, um Forget Paris I Love No, French Kiss, sorry it was called Forget Paris was Billy Crystal. When a man loves a woman. French Kiss When a Man Loves a Woman. Andy Garcia. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what. Oh, oh, oh. Stroke. How are we forgetting the, the, the original rom com really? The the this zenith. No, not that one. When Harry met Sally. Oh when Harry Oh, it's a great <gasps> film.
3: I'll have what she's having.
4: Yeah. Yeah. When that's Harry's gotta be something we do at some point. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why you're
3: thinking of um thingy because he's in harry motley what's his name uh billy crystal mike
4: yeah billy crystal i knew it was french and i just said paris yeah. rather than french it's just it was just a mistake mm. um i appreciate you trying to give me a, some some help out of there but uh, yeah that was just <laughs> that was just me making a mistake um so <laughs> meg ryan within moments her character uh, who's who's carol i'm just gonna call her meg ryan the rest of the film in all my notes uh. but carol goes up to ta- uh, maverick and goes So I hear you're dating one of your instructors. (laughs) And it's this idea that I do really like the – for for what it is, the chemistry between Meg Ryan and Anthony Edwards is excellent, I think. It is. There's a genuine love there, I feel. I just want to know if you have any thoughts on it
1: yeah i just i don't you two went googly over her i didn't think she looked anything particularly special I,
4: see here's the difference i don't think you you've, we've established already how to keep track of actors and actresses and all the oh, different yeah, movies yeah. like i know what meg ryan looks like at the end and i'm like someone who's trying to chase that youthful look that they get work done and it looks like yeah. it's gone wrong and i see this and i go oh yeah same
1: i did not like her hair in this was it short
4: no. Yeah. Well, Meg Ryan's no, kind of known for her short hair, really. That's bleachy blonde,
3: doesn't it? That's roots. also what
4: she
1: it does. It looked like she was wearing like a big like a big bubble hat.
3: Well It's the time for the big explosive hair, though.
1: It's interesting
4: because everybody else has this long bleach blonde hair, but she goes kind of shorter and is able to distinguish herself from that. Yeah. She's also a little tomboyish, just, just yeah. a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which if you're going up against Kelly McGillis, who's also really tall, she's a little bit short. Like it's it's a it's kind of Chicago logic. Yeah. In the sense that you want your Velma and you want your um, Roxy, Roxy where... to look as oh. different from the from from the, from each other as you as you really can. So it's easy yeah. to distinguish. So if both would be blonde, I mean, at least it's very very different. Yeah, yeah. So whereas like Kelly McGillis says the glamorous one, she's kind of the cute one. That's kind of the, the sort of logic there. Yeah. Um, we go to the video breakdown. By video breakdown, I mean like like Commodore 64 simulations here, where um, Charlie is breaking down Maverick's early play with the MiG and calls it Lucky. Some random comes up to him and goes, anytime he gets a knock, some random has to go, you're one of the best pilots I've ever seen, so we don't lose faith in him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, like It was like, wouldn't it have been great if for a moment he had self-doubt, not about like am I a person, but like about his ability. Yeah. Because every time someone knocks him down, someone goes, you're one of the best pilots ever.
1: That was the gutsy move I've ever seen. <laughs> um,
4: she tries to catch Maverick. Now, I get it. like She's just embarrassed him in front of everybody. And he don't want to talk. No. And I think he's totally given his rights to go, I don't want to talk. He is not under an obligation to have her come talk at him. No. He's made it quite clear, I don't want to talk. So actually, her continuing... Uh, pursuit of him yeah. is actually. if you reverse these mm-hmm. whoo,
1: you know what i mean he did follow her into her bathroom
4: <laughs> and we called him out for that we did
1: that's what i mean yeah. I but just,
4: if someone went i don't want to talk to you and he follows i don't want to talk to you and he follows i don't want to talk to you and he follows it'd he be like whoa so and he drives dangerously follows yeah, him he drives car. off and goes i can't hear you and drives off and you're like yeah he's in a bad mood yeah but you have the right to say i don't want i don't want to talk to you and mm-hmm. if she'd let him be he would have just driven off on his own accord then she follows and is like almost kills like eight people yeah. at this intersection. I'm like, he's going to park right over there. Just, just, just give it a moment. And then they get out of the car. I have an issue with this bit. And she says that, Hey, I know i I know it was hard for you to hear, but that was my professional opinion. Although I will admit that I, I sort of laid off cause I was going to say to everybody, there's some real genius in your flying, but I couldn't say that cause I don't want people to know that I've fallen for you. And then he kisses her. The kiss is an ad lib because Tom Cruise forgot his line.
2: Did he? Yeah,
4: <laughs> and then she went with it, which is like a you know sign of a good of, of a of a good actor, I think, to kind of run with it.
2: But that bit where he goes, "I'll have you know when I fly my plane and my rear or reel or something," he says, comes first. My plane, my plane
1: and my rear and my so rear, rear comes yeah. first. Buddy,
4: yeah. comes first. Was, well, i don't see that no there's no proof of that <laughs> There's no proof of that whatsoever <laughs> like cool bullshit. it sounds good when you go ahead and you make a speech but i don't think that's actually yeah. the case at all tom that's um they sleep together and there's some really I don't, I, i'm sorry for this term but i'm gonna go ahead and use it he does some really weird what i'm gonna call tongue dipping
1: it, she does it back as well this whole scene is very weird he
4: like sticks his tongue out and then he just sort of like Dip. <laughs> I'm sure i'm trying I'm trying to actually mime him. He's trying, he sort of like dips and like and like tilts is it's really strange
1: the, the way they kiss and I'm sure the instruction must have been kiss with your mouths as open as possible so that we can get the light from behind because it just looks so strange so 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 strange Don't laugh
3: at me. Uh, it this was like a hot shorts gag.
4: this was also well it wasn't played for laughs though was it no, <laughs> that's what I mean, but they,
1: it looks like it could have been yeah
4: this was also another reshoot. Oh. Originally, there was no love scene. Um, it annoyed uh, test audiences, and there wasn't one. So, five months after production wrapped, they got wow. them into a room to film the elevator scene and the sex scene. During their time away from the set, McGillis had lost 16 pounds, and Cruz was filming The Color of Money. Cool. So, his hair was longer. So, I think the reason for that, the room's really blue, if memory yeah. serves. Yeah. And I think that's to sort of mask her change in, 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 in hair shade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we go back to Top Gun uh, we get I feel the need the need for speed I mean I run down to the stand and say it's the halfway mark of the Top Gun like, who is this like ESPN like what's going on here <laughs> Yeah, so, is this- it's, it's just for us obviously because everybody
1: us. in there would know yeah. so, is this actually training or, or is it just a competition that you run because it feels like just a competition well, someone's got it when they,
4: they've established at the start I'll give it this the MacGuffin is you want your name on the trophy Yeah, yeah. they've established that as motivation for all the characters
2: but to be the best of the best of the best, you have to push, push, push. So
4: I'm assuming, George, back to our earlier conversation, that they, when they get to the halfway mark, they've done more than one fight to this point. Yes. Yes. And that's why Maverick's in second. But we don't see any of the ones where he does as well in. No. Uh, it's two versus two, and they're up against Viper and uh, what's his name? Oh, um. Jester. Jester. Yeah. I to say lucky. Uh, <laughs> um, and Maverick, the idea of it is, that it's, um, Viper, he can't leave that alone. Now, let's not forget, if Jester's here, suggest that Jester won the competition his year as well. Because mm-hmm. that's the deal. We're told, let's remember this for later in the film. We're told that Only if, you, if win, you win, if you win, you get to come back and, and, and train. You do? Train other, uh, other pilots. Um, and so Maverick leaves Hollywood, his wingman. And goes after Viper. And the whole time, Goose is like, we shouldn't do this. We should stay. No, we shouldn't do this. Oh, it's Viper. I can't help it. Oh, all right, then. And off they fly. After just promising this is the exact same sort of thing he wouldn't do. Yeah. He's not looking after his plane. He's not looking after his rear viper tells us because we're in the cockpit and it's that typical shoot them in the cockpit then see the scenes which has been going on since star wars mm-hmm. you know what i mean not that they're actually shooting the x-wings in space but you know what i mean
3: yeah <laughs> see i hear that they actually flew in space and they spent three months learning to fly. george <laughs> george lucas said <laughs> george lucas also says he had a master plan know, he made all I, six of them i would to know
4: jesus oh, that made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> um what do we got here so viper because these cutaways, he says, oh he's good he's good like okay we get it movie he's a really good pilot uh-huh. stop like falling over yourself to tell me how good viper is uh jester's back and maverick is dead because he's about to take viper wah, out wah, and then we hear wah,
0: wah, 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 wah. oh yeah.
4: you're dead and because he left hollywood if he'd stuck with hollywood they probably could have both killed uh, jester and then, and then both gone, gone after for, viper he's, oh, going, he's going for glory though isn't he he is going for glory yeah um and so jester tells maverick he goes that was some of the best flying i've ever seen right until you got killed yeah. you never <laughs> leave your this? wingman um,
1: it's not good <laughs>
4: we gave it to you guys who wrote the screenplay but we we're also told that like it was just like constantly being developed as we went so who knows maverick apologizes to goose and says it'll never happen again and i'm like i oh. saw this scene earlier i did yeah and then we get this pensive moment where he's thinking, and literally, it's a moment because that was be much longer. No, now the women talk, and Meg Ryan tells Kelly McGillis that Maverick loves her. Maverick's off the market because she goes. Doesn't doesn't Goose ever embarrass you? And she's like, I oh, okay, think that Edward. is a delight in this. Does he embarrass you? He's sitting with his child yeah. on the piano, yeah. singing Great Balls of Fire together. Oh, really? of, look at how embarrassing that guy being such an awesome dad is. Yeah, <laughs> Love oh, why do I don't always look at the guys who are good fathers. Oh. <laughs> his family. Oh. What's Apparently, Tony Scott told him the day of, you're going to be pretending to play the piano and singing Great Balls of Fire. Indeed. So gonna go back to the idea who wrote this? Tony Scott on the moment. Did, did he play Incredible. the piano? Did he He's singing legit, but the, the, the bashing is is not legit. Oh, they must have okay. added the piano in post because he did say the word pretending to play the piano. Oh, okay. But his fingers are coming down on some keys, yeah. so they must have done something. That shook his
2: nerves and rattled his brain. <laughs>
4: <laughs> there's there's a link here in that he's playing <laughs> if you follow the link he's playing jerry sorry he's playing a song made famous by jerry lewis his wife in this is played by meg ryan meg ryan would marry dennis quaid who would play uh um, jerry lewis, jerry Lee lewis, lewis in great, the film great balls, balls of the fire, fire yeah. yeah wow so if i can find how link winona Ryder to anthony edwards i've gone full circle <laughs> hey we'll, we'll try and find out maybe she was on er that would be great if she was <laughs> Um and so they then Meg Ryan tells Goose, "Take me to bed or lose It'll me forever. forever," which is a really like w- like great line about the relationship. Just until you remember the kids there. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. yeah.
1: three year old child So I'm told that who's looking after the t- is the kid only three?
4: <laughs> He's not old, is he? He's
1: not very big. I no. swore he was smoking a cigarette.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and then like literally see the child being cued to say great balls of fire it's really funny
4: (laughs) then they have like a four-pack sing-along around the piano and tom's got his arm around um charlie like like you only do when you're in a relationship and they're singing to her and i'm like oh so we're still working on trying to keep that relationship on the down low are we (laughs) because this is what you do when you're doing that um charlie then uh, charlie and maverick go off and they're sitting on this bike in the middle of nowhere in the middle but of the, the wide open, yeah, kissing and making out on a bike, and she goes, "Take me to bed or lose this me forever." And they having a bit of a laugh at the, at the you know the nerdy kids a little bit, but it's still like you guys are not even trying to hide this anymore. As a plane takes, because <laughs> the movie's like we've done the scene, we've done the scene. Okay, great. Now we'll just have them in the open and we just won't talk about it. Yeah, uh, two weeks left, uh, and we got two on three exercise. And Iceman is flying with Maverick, so we've kept them apart. Really, really clever in the structuring. We're gonna keep them apart, and then here we go. And Maverick, to be fair, Maverick has the shot if Iceman just gets out of dodge. Yep. Clearly, Iceman is blocked. He said twenty more seconds. Like, just get out of the way. He's got the shot now. Yeah. And I like that. It showed a fault in Iceman. Yep. And then he goes off to the side. That's his ego. Absolutely. And there's something called jet wash, and it causes the engines to fail, and they go into a flat spin
2: am i correct in thinking the guy who went into the flat spin in real life died
4: um not that flat spin okay there I is just, a guy who has trouble we'll talk about it at the end yeah there's oh, someone who dies. Okay. Uh, goose uh, so as i try to eject because the engines are failing I don't know what happens, and it's really hard to figure out.
1: It's really hard to figure it
4: out. Is it one of their job to sort of take the top off, and then someone else's job to hit the ejector, or are they both part of one process? It was really no, hard to figure no, out. It looked in, like it
1: was
3: jammed or something.
1: Like Because his head gets... The reason he dies is because his head gets smashed on the...
4: Goose like, smashes his head on the... Mm.
1: But in the shot where he smashes his head, it looks like he's in the front, which is really, which is why it's throwing me. I think
4: it's shot from the reverse angle on that part.
1: It, it must be, but like because it looks like his head gets caught on... On like a front piece. Yeah, I don't know. Which is why he smashes it upwards. But obviously if he's at the back, then that doesn't happen. So I'm just really, because it happens so quickly, it's he's really to confusing.
2: the canopy first. The overhead, yeah. Because yeah. he says,
1: I can't reach the, yeah, I can't reach it, I can't reach it. Yeah. But it's all a bit. It
4: just feels like there should be one pull and then one, two. But maybe yeah. that would be an advancement moving on. Um, and then there's this, you know, the shot of um, Maverick sort of cradling Goose and they have to sort of get him to let go. Gotta let him go, sir.
2: You gotta let him go.
4: Um, the Pentagon demanded script approval to ensure that the Navy was being portrayed in a positive light. They demanded the cause of Goose's death be changed from a mid-air collision to an ejection mishap because the Navy were concerned and it made it look like too many pilots were crashing. Oh, okay. So when we did find out. I forget other film we were talking about. Was it, oh, I think it was Crimson Tide. We were like, you guys are just way too obsessed with your image. Mm. It's just a mm. movie. It is a movie, It was yeah. Navy as well, wasn't it? Yeah. It's Tony Scott as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um afterwards, um, Maverick is in his tidy whities and he's like, All of a sudden in comes Viper, Goose is dead, yeah, I know. And I'm like, Whoa Wouldn't this have been good for us to know? Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if I got to see him next to not great, but a better story. If he's in the hospital next to Meg Meg Ryan. Yeah. And all of a sudden When you find that he's dead He just looks at the kid And the kid's just there With a the book And you're like Oh my You know Just reading And you're mm-hmm. like We're going This kid's now Not got a father like, thought, Isn't that a better
1: Oh I'd, as, that, as soon yeah. as he's like In the water I thought he was Definitely dead then but. Right
4: but The idea about the moment When you find out He is dead Oh yeah then The audience is still Kind of well Maybe he
1: lives also, why Especially with that friendship his, Why is he just in his underwear it's
4: Just been that show They remember Risky business <laughs> <laughs> Because that was a big thing, wasn't it? Tommy and his his tidy whities I have to say, though, this scene, I really loved the instrumental music. The scoring. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Can't say I noticed it, to be honest.
4: I did. It was some more of that pensive stuff that we saw earlier on. Yeah. Uh, I was just looking to see if Tom Cruise had a Fruit of a loom endorsement, but he didn't. (laughs) That would have made sense. It's like that's why you should in his underwear, so you can go ahead and use that to sell, to move some tidy whities Um yeah. But the a bit of music, i love it. Just for the record, I hate tidy whities
1: <laughs> Hate them. Hate them. Women don't really get the option, they're all tight.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a I'm a boxer short guy. Not even a boxer brief, just a boxer guy. Boxer shorts. Yeah. Um what do we got here? Uh oh, okay. And Viper goes, if you fly jets long enough, something like this happens. And I'm like, that's a bit cold, mate. Yeah. He's just, he's literally just lost his like the only family I have in the world. And he goes, you got to let him go. And I, at this point I went, whoa! I honestly went, whoa. This is, okay, there's cold and there's this. This is brutal. Doesn't he say you've got to let it go, not you've got to let him go? No, you got to let him go.
2: Oh, okay. He says, he
1: says it twice, and so yep. the second time might be
4: maverick okay. thinks it might be his fault we've seen no proof of this no prove, like, there was no part of it where you well, was saying he couldn't reach didn't it so he's saying that
2: maybe that was his fault for not being able to reach
4: no yeah out of all the things that maverick's like just doing like this is the one that's a legitimate like accident yeah yeah uh maverick then goes to goose's place and collects some stuff and meg and he's almost gonna walk out which would have been a <sighs> mm-hmm. i appreciate the fact that he's doing the hard thing And he goes and sees Meg Ryan, and within seconds, Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan's like, "You need to keep flying." He would fly. What he'd hate it
1: flying with you. He'd hate
4: it, but to keep flying without you. And it's like, can we? Why is this widow's first thought? Make sure he, the pilot, knows he can keep going. Why is Tom Cruise (laughs) not saying for a moment? are you okay how can i help you
1: i'm so sorry i am so sorry
4: and why isn't she beating on him and going you, he, a, you little bit a, a little bit of complication what happened yeah. she, she, she gets to like that great place way too quick she does
3: but especially also, considering obviously if they're married she's gonna know that maverick is really reckless so you to think be fair, she might jump to conclusions that's
4: true she knows everything about him yeah yeah
1: but also why is maverick taking all of the really personal items for himself Including Goose's dog tags. Yeah.
4: His son might not want those.
1: Exactly. Yeah. His wife might not want those. Yeah,
4: but I mean, it's one of those typical legacy items you'd pass down you'd pass from down, yeah. from generation to generation, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so the board of inquiry within moments tells us that Maverick's not responsible for the crash. Uh, Jester's told by Viper to get him up there soon. Uh, Maverick, though, has the yips. Maverick and his new number two get into an argument and he like pushes them. I'll fire when I'm good and ready slider looks over and smiles i'm like i why? hope yeah. i hope you get shot down yeah, yeah, yeah. ice <laughs> i hope he lives i hope you get shot down because yeah, yeah, yeah. there is especially as Iceman tells us everybody like goose so why are you what is i what and he does even say you know Iceman does sort of
2: break down that barrier for, yeah. a, for a moment mm. doesn't
4: he Iceman tries to give his condolences in the locker room but they still won't shoot him in the same shot and focus yeah uh, some guys listening in. Turns out, it's Wolfman.
1: Suddenly, Wolfman knows that Maverick is leaving. He knows
4: he's leaving, How? and he phones Why? someone. And is the question he okay? is, he's going to be phoning one of two people. One is Charlie, but the more likely one is he's he's phoning um, Viper, or or he's phoning someone that gets the Vipers. Maybe he's phoning um, uh, not Lucky. What's his name? Jester. Jester. Yeah.
2: But the funny thing about this one, right? Again, because I've seen this film so many times, this was an ad break at this bit. That was it. And that's how I remember. He goes,
4: Yeah, Maverick quit. <laughs> that's a good time for an outbreak. <laughs> it was. Uh, and what's the point of revealing it? Like, why don't I get to see him saying, I've had enough, I quit? Yeah, I know. Why is it just him walking? Why isn't like Tom Cruise saying, You know what? You have it. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. So and walks he out. For how yeah. Does-
3: yeah.
1: How does wolfman no from literally no dialogue from maverick literally it's just all we hear then is iceman going i'm really They're sorry. just talking
4: about goose yeah maverick yeah.
1: doesn't even say anything yeah. and the next shot is him going maverick's quit on the phone that makes zero sense
4: yeah it doesn't so we go to the airport and charlie walks in and it looks like maverick's getting ready to leave We're right at the bar and uh, she goes i'll have what he's having hemlock isn't the hemlock is what socrates drinks when he dies
1: Hemlock is a poison plant. Poison yeah. we have here.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought it was a drink.
1: Member of the carrot family.
4: What <laughs> um, is, yeah.
1: is it? A lot of people die. And they think go, it's parsley.
4: And he goes it's ice water. And they go okay. Well, we, we get in ice water. For the record, the ice water never shows up.
1: Nope.
4: She leaves. The ice water is not brought over. They're there for a few minutes. Ice water could have made it. That could have made it. Not hard to make a glass of ice water. No. Nope. <laughs> Insert ice. Pour water. Done. Easy. Done. Um. She goes. I heard you were going to leave without saying goodbye. He goes. I heard you got that job in Washington. Why is everything tell don't show? Yeah. Why is everything tell don't show? Come on! I, yeah. It's not like he drives by her house. If he drove by her house and saw the for rent sign, yeah, and then he goes, "I saw you must have got that job." That Makes fixed sense. it.
1: Fixed it's it. Yeah, yeah. literally turned two scenes around.
4: <sighs> she tries to convince him to keep flying, but he's resolute. He's not going to do it. She goes. So I'm too late. You've already left. You haven't learned a damn thing except how to quit.
1: Come like, on, he just lost his mate. Can but, we not give this man a little bit of space and sympathy? <laughs> I know he's an asshole, but like... And then
4: she goes, so long, Pete Mitchell. Doesn't call him Maverick. No. And I, I got my brackets. Never did get the ice water.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know who the only person who, like, isn't an asshole in this main cast is? Iceman. Man! He's yep. the only one who's a d- decent human being who's so genuinely concerned. He's cocky,
3: but he's not, yeah. he's not a bad guy. Yeah. But you know, he's sort of... He knows who he is
4: at Viper's house. Um, he fesses up to fly, Viper. Fesses up to flying with Maverick's father. They go for a walk. We found out your dad was a hero, but he was a hero on behind enemy lines in a place we shouldn't have been. So he go, he we can't he tell anyone.
2: Like um, we're in the worst dark fight ever. There were fireflies all over the sky.
4: There were uh, bo- bogies like fireflies yeah, all over. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, your dad. He got, your dad hit. got hit. He could have made it, but he stayed in it.
4: Your, your accent's an interesting choice, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that, but that looks pretty good. That like <laughs> yeah, that, he stayed yeah. and
1: saved three other planes before he before got he done. got before taken he down.
4: It, yeah, and so he's given his options. You can either quit. There's no harm in quitting. Nope. Or you can graduate. Apparently, he's amongst the enough, options wasn't enough, they, get points. Amongst the options, show up on time wasn't really given to him. No, no. Apparently, it was you. So we don't see later. him earning, his, yeah. earning
1: the rest of the points that he needs. Like.
4: He's earned enough through the dogfight and all that stuff. He was in second, so maybe now he's in fourth. I don't know.
1: Well, no, because he he says earn enough to graduate. No, he
4: says you've earned enough.
1: Does he? Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't say go back and join the program. He says you've earned no. enough to graduate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So he says, "What are those options?" He's literally going, "You can graduate. You have done enough. You have enough points."
1: Right. Hmm. So why wouldn't he graduate and then quit anyway? Like, what's what's the what's the harm in that?
4: I've got another grade coming up. I don't a bit. know. Jeez. Doesn't want to do about goose. I'm not a pilot, so, so I, I think I'm a pilot anymore, so why graduate from it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: When he says, you know, um, you're now coming up to it, and he says, uh, you know, if you want to fly, I'll, I'll, I'll join you type thing. Oh, okay. Which is now coming up to I'm just
4: <laughs> um, so got a gripe he drives us. home charlie's place is up for rent overlooking the ocean 1980s man when you could just on like a mid-level job just like find <laughs> this little bungalow that overlooks the ocean
2: ocean yes yeah you ocean know, view no way
4: no no totally good uh he then a overlooks cool the planes as they land and maverick shows up late to graduation we do find out gra- the Iceman is top gun mm-hmm. and all of a sudden sorry to break up the uh they're all drinking sorry to break this up but yeah. time to go to work and it's like, wow. And so we send off three pairs. We send off uh Wolfman and Hollywood. Yeah. We send off Slider and Iceman, and we send off um Tom. Um uh, Maverick. And this is you'll have a, a rear, or it was called sometimes an R I O yeah, uh, waiting for you. And if if no one shows up, give me a call, I'll fly with you.
2: See now, this is my thing. What's wrong? Why didn't he fly with him? It'd have been nice to have him
4: no one... That's a bit too Hollywood, isn't it?
2: But no one really liked yeah. Maverick. Yeah. So I think that'd have be been better for him to...
4: Why offer if it, that? If it is, then it needs to not be offered and it needs to be a last minute reveal. That'd have been cool. So if they're like, no one's willing to fly with you. Any man, any man willing to fly with them and all the hands stay down. Anybody. And you hear, I'll fly with them. And you cut over, and he's there. Because I'm not being
2: funny.
4: Who would want to fly with
2: him now?
1: Well, there has been. Tim, it's been ruled that it was Tim Robbins.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, Tim. In <laughs> like Tim yeah. Robbins is like smallest rule yeah, ever. I, know, yeah. but, I
2: mean, you just I wouldn't. If I got you got had Tim... Uh, Tom Skerritt join him
4: meet Lieutenant Sam Merlin Wells Tim Robbins who if you've ever seen the Shawshank Redemption does a great job in that movie Brilliant. Uh, back to Principal Strickland in the Indian Ocean and this is the real thing it's no longer training Maverick's assigned to Iceman's wing and Iceman tries to get out of it and Strickland talks back in a way that suggests no no you'll do what I tell you to mm. but then like Maverick's no nope, Maverick's still just on the tarmac so I was really confused by how this fight was laid out but there's five bogeys and only two good guys, or two good planes. Yeah. But there,
1: was a, there was a couple of shots in here of two pairs of planes. I think the both pairs
4: were both enemies.
1: Doing the, like, wee, wee. Yeah, I, think, I think
4: those are those 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 two pairs of villains.
1: Maybe. Yep. I mean, it's difficult to tell the planes apart. So.
4: Well, one's black and the other one's I was trying to tell. Different. I couldn't follow, so, yeah. They're very more sleek. Are they? the bad yeah
2: See, the, the I thought
1: they were the big planes that did it but uh.
4: um yeah, Hollywood more, is out within moments and then Maverick sent out immediately thereafter I don't know why you should not send all three of them out at once uh, Maverick flies through some jet wash again and he's quiet until uh, he comes out the other side of it he's like lots of extreme close-ups of his eyes and they're talk like to talk to me talk, talk to me, to me. now it would have been cool if we had like like, like an Obi Wan use the Force, Maverick, <laughs> or something. There, this felt very similar to the same beat that gets played in Days of Thunder. Mm, very. When it's like he won't talk until he gets through the crash again, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he's like, "I'm through." Yeah.
3: Yeah. Just he a just snaps out. He hears, out of it, he? He hears yeah. great balls of fire one last time.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, Maverick. Um, was
1: it the talk to me goose bit would like imply that. Goose would often, like, give advice when they were, like, flying, but we don't see any example of <laughs> like
4: that. When in the whole movie did we ever see Maverick even listen to Goose? No, he, Goose <laughs> didn't. he didn't. Goose exactly. would offer advice. They'd <laughs> be like, no, we're doing it my way.
1: So why on and earth is he point, now going, talk to me, Goose? Maybe at one point it, it, in the movie...
4: It'd be great if Goose went, you should do this, and he went, no. <laughs> at one point in the movie, Goose Shut even up, says, and... you know, you scare me when we're up there. Yeah, you scare me. You know? I you can't get... trust you, basically, is what's yeah, being yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, I get nervous. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Maverick then refuses to leave Iceman. I'm not leaving him. Like Really, obviously, I've learned something this yeah. movie. I learned
1: my lesson.
4: I'm, I'm not leaving my wingman. Iceman takes out a MIG to show that he's as good as we think he is, but then he's hit with bullet holes and has to shut down his right engine. Maverick takes out another MIG, and we're told there's only one missile left, and there's two planes in front of him. Um, Maverick has a MIG behind him, and it's ready to lock on, and as soon as he hears the lock on, he hits the brakes, and he goes up, right and then he lands down behind the guy and blows him up and that causes the last enemy to leave.
1: How does a plane know when it has been locked onto?
4: It's something that's established in that first bit. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I it's, just... It's I the just me... Really...
3: I don't know. I assume it's like a sensor or something. We're told...
4: That's... I mean, a similar thing kind of happens in Independence Day. So I'm assuming just like you can lock onto something. There must be something that knows you've been locked onto
1: yeah it's just it isn't explained it establishes
4: in the movie early on as a thing that can happen so i just kind of roll i just thought it was a magic doohickey it might be it might be um anyway he blows it up and then the last one just takes off and leaves the hard part about a film like this is that actually the end of these skirmishes are really anticlimactic because you're like Mm. oh he's oh, oh it's over yeah. And if they weren't landing and going, yeah, because there's so much aerial photography, you really can't right. keep track of where everybody is. And without huge amounts of dialogue or, or some sort of visualization, it becomes really difficult to go, okay, so when is it? Oh, oh and then the locker just sort of leaves. And they go, yay. And, and again, where are they from? Doesn't matter. Mm, yeah. Can we distinguish one from the other? No. no, all the good guys have helmets with their names on it and color patterns. The bad guys are interchangeable. And you can see their eyes. So, 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 yeah. so, so, I can't keep track of how many there are or how one guy's different. Which one's the best? No, nope. that as a minister, that's the problem. Is there's no real villain. The villain is his own fear. Yeah, there's no big bad. Bi- the big, big bad's Iceman, but they're gonna make up. Yeah. So it's
3: I'm, I'm not really invested outside of going, oh, look, he's, he's,
1: yay! Yay, they did it! Woo.
4: Goose doesn't matter! Yeah,
3: Goose matters. Information about some targeting systems. There are four different ways that they're able to do it. Infrared using the heat signature, laser-guided, and then passive radar homing using the receiver from the missile. So that gets picked up from both um, crafts, according to this, which was answered 19 hours ago. So I'm going to take that as pretty timely. Pretty timely. Uh, the Navy only authorized. Oh,
4: sorry. Before us, though, um, everyone else bails and Iceman and Maverick celebrate by buzzing the tower. And the same guy apparently spills coffee all over himself. <laughs> yeah. There's only two places in the entire U.S. Navy one is Fighter Town USA, the other is in the Indian Ocean. That's it.
1: <laughs> and the same guy works at both.
4: Yeah. The Navy only authorized two actual missile shots to be filmed for the film. Uh, you can clearly pick out these two shots, ultimately shot from several angles in order to use both shots repeatedly during the dogfighting scenes, mm-hmm. because the aircraft firing the missiles holding in a steady altitude and heading, uh, something that would not never happen in a real close-in dogfight. All the other missile shots shown in the film were conducted using miniatures of both the planes and the rockets. The company that produced and fired the model missiles did such a good job, the Department of the Navy conducted a preliminary investigation as to whether any additional live firings had been authorized. Wow! So there we go. Our heroes celebrate. Iceman says, you're still dangerous, but you can be my wingman any And then the response is, <clears throat> you can be, be mine. mine. <laughs> yeah. And then they do the man hug thing. And the, You know what's a man hug? Because you've got to put your hands in fists when you do the hug. Yeah. Because that way hug open hands are like, no, 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 that's, that's a bit yeah. Gotta Got to do the, the fist. So we know we're all right. it
1: has got to be aggressive while we show our affection. (laughs) That's right.
4: Maverick then throws Goose's dog tags in the ocean, which I really actually was upset by. That's not okay. No.
3: Not Uh, without checking. to his son. Yep. Um, One of the plot lines in the new one is, why did you throw the dog tags away? I wanted those.
4: And then we find out from Principal Strickland that that Tommy Boy here has been given his choice of uh, duty anywhere, any place. And he's like, I want to be an instructor. We're like, you Top Gun. I, uh, uh, this just felt too much. Like you have anything your heart desires, anything I want. Yes, that's right, little Pete. Anything your I want to <laughs> go back to Top Gun. Well, we already established. Say also. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah we already established that that's only for the winners yeah. you said yeah. anywhere yeah. Top gun. look if we, uh, we we really can't do that because we established early on in the movie he goes you guys made a whole wife and kid for goose halfway through the movie <laughs> okay that's fair we did didn't we <laughs> all right you can go back <laughs> Uh, load of rubbish uh we go back then to uh and here's the thing like you're one of the best pilots in the world what's happened i choose to retire i don't
1: want to fly i choose to teach uh
4: yeah teachers jeez <laughs> um and then we go back to fighter town usa and he's sitting there in the restaurant and someone puts a quarter in the jukebox and it's that love and feeling and how it's been lost and now it's gone gone gone, gone. and he walks over to the jukebox and we get a focus pull into uh charlie who goes hello pete mitchell because she said goodbye to pete mitchell yeah and then they kiss
1: it's perfectly kiss
4: again perfectly framing a neon pepsi side in does, the background. Yeah. i laughed so <laughs> hard watching this last shot I mean, that's not re- it's not really the last oh it is the last shot Wow! I could use that in a Pepsi ad. They? That was a Pepsi. That wasn't the end sort of a movie. That was a Pepsi ad. That was a Pepsi. ad. I edit.
3: watched this film drinking a Pepsi, and I'm starting to think that I was like brainwashed, brainwashed into drinking <laughs> that.
4: Yeah, I don't really I don't only really do Pepsi products. So if you f- hear tomorrow or next week that we uh, have Pepsi <laughs> around the table, that's not the case. I got a Dr Pepper here, which I'll. There we are. That's Open so that misunderstood. Up. What, Dr. Pepper? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah, the tagline it's here. Tagline. See, back home, it's not misunderstood at all. So
2: oh, I'm like, what's that one. about?
4: <laughs> that
2: was a very big ad for Dr.
4: Pepper. He
1: still says it on it now. Yep. Oh, that's, yeah.
4: Oh, okay. Cool. Um, in the last scene, which Maverick's in the counter, and you go to the jukebox, though, so you love that loving feeling when he and Charlie walk up to each other. Kelly McGillis is standing in a trench that was dug by the Hollywood technicians so they'd both be the same height.
3: That's
1: so stupid. A little I
3: my end of your context.
4: A little note: um, you've so this restaurant. This is the Kansas City barbecue restaurant in San Diego. That awkward name thing. Um, the first scene was Goose and Mavericks in Great Balls of Fire. The last scene is this one that we just talked about. they were filmed on back to back days. After the release of the movie, the restaurant went on to collect a significant amount of memorabilia from the film until a kitchen fire on June 26, 2008 destroyed much of the restaurant. Some memorabilia and props, including the original piano used in the film, survived the fire, and it reopened in November 2008. So, uh, a tragic end note. Renowned aerobatic pilot Art Scholl was hired to do in-flight camera work for the film. The original script called for a flat spin which Shoal was to perform and capture on a camera in the aircraft. The aircraft was observed to spin through its recovery altitude, at which time Shoal radioed, I have a problem. I have a real problem. Tragically, he was unable to recover from the spin and crashed his pit special biplane into the Pacific Ocean off the Southern California coast uh, on September 16th, 1985. Neither Shoal's body nor his aircraft were recovered, leaving the official cause of the accident unknown. Top Gun was dedicated to his memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's hard to pivot, so I'll just pivot by talking about the soundtrack over just slightly. The soundtrack's one of the most popular soundtracks to date, reaching a nine-time platinum certification and number one on the Billboard Hot 200 for five non-consecutive weeks in the summer and fall of 1986. It could have been an even bigger soundtrack because one of the names that was asked is as a huge name in pop and rock music. Brian Adams was considered, Whoa. but refused to participate because he felt the film glorified war. Oh, Brian. Home. On the back of this film's success, the U.S. Navy set up recruiting booths in the major cinemas to try and catch some of the adrenaline-charged guys leaving oh, the screens. that's
1: atrocious.
4: That's <laughs> disgusting. Well, would it, would it make you feel better if I said it wasn't successful? Yes, yes. but like even okay. the,
1: the notion of... We've just had people watch a glorification of what could happen. Okay. Let's get them to sign up to something that could kill them. But yeah, it would make you feel okay. That's awful. But you'd
4: feel better if I said that it wasn't successful. Yeah. yeah. Would it make you feel worse if I said it was the highest applications they'd had for years?
3: <laughs> oh sweet that's Christ! That's
1: awful. That is really, really, really. That's just propaganda. Yeah.
4: Numerous critics complained that the movie largely amounted to a Navy recruitment film. The U.S. Navy stated the film's popularity resulted in a 500% increase in the number of recruits wanted to enter into their aviation program. Paramount offered to include a Navy recruitment ad on the initial home video release in exchange for uh, debits they owed the U.S. Navy. However, the ad agency who produced the ads for the U.S. military informed the Pentagon that the movie itself was enough of a propaganda tool. An official recruiting ad would be redundant. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that Uh. I don't mind the idea that people got hopped up on the film and went, I want to go and do this. I do have an issue with the idea that they like
1: they actively encourage. They actively that. Yeah. like yeah. did a
4: recruitment booth yeah, outside, that's... but it's a very different world because the U.S. military is is recruits heavily in a way that the Canadian and the, the British uh, Navy recruits far more heavily than the Canadian one does.
1: I hate our adverts. Okay, our like the our Royal Navy adverts. I was so, bo- like, I was born in seaside, but I was made in the Royal Navy. It's like. Yeah, but I'm not being funny. I hate it. I
2: also, look at it from a different point of view, right? So you're a young lad who's just left school with no qualifications whatsoever. What are you going to do?
1: Well, then you That's a out. much different advert. Yeah, you That's the target no, are, you some, it's, are you? It's are
2: you? So,
4: are you someone who got no results? In your GCSEs? Yes. The navy.
2: No, but I'm somebody who didn't do too well at school, yeah. right? And I would have, I would have joined the army or the navy or something like that. Because you could have learned to drive vehicles, got a driving license, got your, you know, a good pension uh, for for doing like five years in in the military service. And I seriously considered it. Okay, And it's not because I want to go and fight somebody or anything like that. I just want to better myself from something I hadn't done. I didn't want to work in a factory all my
4: life.
3: They get the vulnerable people who have no other out. I don't want to be anti-military
4: because I don't don't think that's necessarily the way to go about it. Um, I think... But um, for someone
2: like myself, I mean, that was a a pretty good way to earn a a, a decent living.
4: I think there's a difference between what you're explaining, though, and the idea of you come out of Top Gun, that look cool. Sign up now.
2: No, 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 I know. Do you want to fly into the danger zone? We were talking about the the Navy advert over here.
4: Take everyone's (laughs) breath away, the U.S. Navy. I'm just saying some people just... Do you feel the need... (laughs) <laughs> the Need for Speed, the U.S. Navy.
1: I just don't think that the option should be. It, it glorifies it. It makes it look like this is you could be doing so much better. Blah 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 blah. But they would it leave be an out. Hero? They leave out the. But you could quite possibly die doing this. Yeah, you, yeah. you could
4: ride our wing any day. The U.S. Navy.
2: But if we didn't have a navy and didn't have an air force and everything else, we would just being open... okay. Well,
4: but we're, okay, now we're in a danger of, of crossing over into a much different conversation, yeah, which this I isn't know, supposed I'm to be. Just
2: saying, I just. See it from different point of views, that's all.
4: Yeah, and I'm not saying your point of view is wrong, but I'm saying the conversation is shifting. Okay. That's all. Um, the film is credited not just with high recruitment ads. But it's also credited with starting in the home video industry. Originally, VHS tapes were priced at $100 because they would sell to video stores. They wouldn't be sold anywhere else. And then the film was priced to own, which wasn't really a thing. But they managed to make, because how do we make enough tapes to make it cost effective to reduce the price? And that was Pepsi Cola, bought ad space, the beginning of the tape. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Since then, pricing VHS tapes to own right away became a more common practice. Yeah, it did, yeah. so that was
2: around that time, I remember.
4: Yeah, I, I don't really remember. I I was definitely over here. Yeah,
2: because we used to have a a guy that used to come around in a van with these big, because they, they they had big big cassettes. Um, I think they were more durable because they're quite pricey now. Um, I think they were more durable to rent a video than it was to buy a video, if if that makes sense. The the tape weren't as good.
1: Yeah, it would buy. make sense, because then obviously if the rented ones are going to be played again and the again. The red yeah. ones are designed again, yeah.
4: to be played many times. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Whereas if they're getting them out on the cheap so that they can sell them for cheap for bought ones, then they're going to be yeah, yeah. lower quality. And I remember that
4: time when they were changing over. So you got to consider, actually, About if it was $100 for a tape, how many times do you have to rent each one out? What would a rental fee be, $3? Mm, probably less than that in the 80s. So you got to, Really? Because there used to be new... I remember there used to be a price for new releases and a price for See, older there was, films. There was, there was. So if you it, need a call for this. Say if it was like... Say if it was $250. See, we let, let's go, let us go 250 Yeah. Because I'm thinking US dollars because it's like $100 US, oh, right? Okay, so I'm trying yeah, to think... I'm yeah, talking yeah. about the American market. If it's 250 that's 40 times you got to rent that tape before it breaks even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're that's, buying, a lo- that's a lot. And if you're buying three or four of those in one shop... I'm try- see i'd be it'd be great to talk to someone who did blockbuster r- or even to one of the small mom, mom and pop stores yeah 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 because you would have one version you would reserve it and if you weren't there to sort of say yeah you know you'd have to wait till it eventually came back in because you didn't have you know a home market for 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 lots of these films nor would you necessarily want to drop twenty dollars to buy it and when also, maybe you just want to watch also it so
2: back then you used to have like um, a film would come out. I think it was 6 months and then you'd get it on VHS yeah. to rent. Then that'd be Four dollars. a year okay. before you could buy it and then that would be 2 years before it was on
4: TV. Yeah, cuz it would come out for rent before it would come out to, to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty so sure So they get their window year, there then yeah. 2 years, yeah. So Uh, A script for Top Gun 2 was completed shortly after the release of the first film, but broke down in pre-production because, number one, the military's technology became updated, and they didn't want camera crews anywhere near a new aircraft. I don't blame (laughs) them. And number two, Tom Cruise didn't want a sequel, and only finally agreed to star in one because he named some super high figure that he called unaffordable, and they went, yeah, all right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the script followed the further adventures of Maverick as an instructor with the twist being a cocky female reminiscent of himself joining the team. Oh,
0: okay.
4: There was also talk about a sequel, and the next day Tony Scott took his life. Oh. I just heard about this the other day because yeah. the new one coming out, they yeah, thought yeah, it was going to yeah, be yeah. the end of it. So yeah, well, there
1: is, there seems to be a rather cocky female in the new one because so, the advert, she goes, uh, we're the best of the best. Who are they going to get to yeah. teach us?
3: Okay. So maybe so, that's that. Three
1: so no. a, Yeah. Pull back to that.
3: So there's the girl, Mars Teller and whoever the other one is. Yep. And so oh, that's the wrong button.
4: <laughs> Where's the button? We're in the end game now. And we are yeah. in the end game now. Liam's on a time budget. I think we're doing okay. But let's go through this as quickly as we can. Liam, we need a random word, buddy. Random word. Um, hemlock. Hemlock? <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that was coming out.
1: <laughs> Me neither.
4: All right. Uh, let's do the money. $15 million budget. What does this take home globally? I didn't find the global figure on this one.
1: 350.
4: Okay. Liam? uh 185 and ethan
3: 680
4: george is ridiculously close hey 357 million dollars globally i'm usually really
1: bad at that game so that's
4: like 25 (laughs) times the budget it's like huge
3: money so you said 500 times like the influx for um 500 percent not 500 times yeah that's what I meant. Five hundred percent influx for like um, conscription. So I was like, that that must be a, a lot of people seeing it.
4: Not conscription. Conscription is when the government says you have to go. I uh, don't know military uh, words. I'm a up,
3: sci-fi nerd. Volunteering.
4: <laughs> sign it up. That's en, what enlistment. I mean. Enlisting. There we go. Uh, conscription is when the government says you you have no choice. You have to go to war. <laughs> um. So there is that. I remember there was a theme park in Canada. It still is called Canada's Wonderland. But for a while, Paramount bought it and then they gave all the rides like um, film names film names or film tie-ins and the new ones that get built they would build them with sort of existing properties in mind so Top Gun was a uh, was a roller coaster that was built and so you would stand in line, and for like an hour and a half, you just hear. Doo, 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 <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, when, it,
1: when Paramount had to pull out of that like, contract, it got obviously, it wasn't called Top Gun anymore, but it no, was called not. something ridiculously stupidly like, like close. Yeah, like. yeah,
4: it's Flight Deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't use the music anymore either, no which sucks. <laughs> so you just go in there and you go, she used to be better. I don't think I'd seen Top Gun at that point. We wow. always had Top Gun as a VHS or a, or a DVD at home, but I never got around to watching it. It Just oh. wasn't my th- wasn't my thing. Like you know, big planes and and oh, and, and motorcycles and this oh. and this and this you know this tall leggy blonde. It just wasn't my. Why you... We're it's her head. hair. It's her oh, hair. Okay. hair
1: yeah, I was yeah. Like why
4: are you pointing? Not your like head? rubbing some like a emo- like, imaginary wound. Is right at my street, yeah, it? It, <laughs> this is entirely up your street. <laughs> Like it wouldn't surprise you if Michelle Pfeiffer was in this sort of a role you know what I mean and she would have been size appropriate for Tom she would have been there we are Um, the Pentagon charged Paramount Pictures a total of 1.8 million dollars to use all their planes and aircraft carriers and the producers knew the film was big because leather jackets and white t-shirts became in again they did
1: and the sunglasses oh the aviators aviators. absolutely
4: massive he did for Ray-Bans in Risky Business and then aviators because Pilots here yeah yeah uh, let's talk about the awards actually four oscar nominations really yeah one win anyone want to have a guess score cool. score uh aerial photography
3: aerial was not really an oh, oscar well, for that
4: but you could call it c- special like, effects or cinematography? cinematography i don't know photography yeah. okay
3: i'm thinking sound editing because that think that is crisp
4: take my breath
3: away oh, yeah Wow, so,
4: wins, song. for that. It's a great song. Terry Nunn of Berlin states in an interview when she and her band were in Taiwan when they received a call saying, Take My Breath Away was being nominated for an Oscar, and they asked them to fly out to LA to perform the song at the Oscars. She told them she would only do it if she could sing the entire song. She was told, Not possible, because they're going to be done in a medley with all other nominated songs. For the record, I hate this approach and always feel every song should be done in their entirety. It's like a four hour ceremony. Anyway, find enough time for five songs to be sung. Yeah. yeah. Just,
1: put, just dot them every so often.
4: That's what they eventually would yeah. do. Yes. Uh, she then turns it down. Says so she deeply regrets her decision, especially upon finding out that they won the Oscar. Wow! Like I would show up and sing it just in case you win and get to go up and like accept an Oscar. Oscar yeah. Jeez. Uh, let's do a bit. Who would you cast us? Who? Who would you cast us? Who? Before we do that, actually, Georgia, what are our call names?
1: Oh, yes. Let me find them quickly.
4: Ooh. So why? I got them. Oh, you got them? Okay. Yeah, yeah. What do we got?
1: Uh, so Ethan came out as uh, Lieutenant Ethan Grit.
4: Grit. Grit. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, I am not making these That's so what up. you say
4: about Ethan. He's gritty. These yeah. are what they came wow. out as
1: first time. I didn't like regenerate no, no, you're fine. anything. You're fine. Uh You are Lieutenant Ian Cobra. Cobra? Cobra. I'll take oh.
4: Cobra. You want two syllables. Yeah. You uh, do. You want two on, or though. three. Not Grit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got uh, lieutenant georgia nino nino
4: n-i-n-o, N-I-N-O? yeah okay i don't know what that means but all right
1: no, I do. I, so i tried looking it up and it says it's something there's like an irregular water pattern from one place to the other or i'm thinking it might actually be supposed to be nino which is spanish for a boy
4: well nino also means nine doesn't it I
3: don't
4: know, does it I don't know. el nino oh yeah yeah El Nino is a, is a, is a is a is a weather phenomenon where once every seven eight years we get this really bizarre weather pattern oh, Okay. El Nino and I've La Nina of, I've yeah heard, I've heard of it so yeah and I know so it probably yeah. isn't Nino but Nino, Nino but yeah, yeah we'll see
1: uh, and then Liam's uh, was Lieutenant Liam Troll.
4: Troll, troll. <laughs> I,
1: this is why I preface you with I did not. try. Wow. I did not regenerate this. <laughs> I so
4: intro. <laughs> I so won this game. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, <dude>. Nino and <laughs> Cobra intro. I, I have to be the pilot with the name like Cobra. You can't be Cobra and be the guy in the rear. Troll. Troll. Troll would be the guy. <laughs> troll would be the guy that is like um, Slider, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was a little bit. Right. Right. To be fair, Who's it's really hard to have like a positive spin on Troll, troll isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Troll's such a good guy. <laughs> He's such a control freak. Uh, who would you cast as who? Liam is Maverick.
1: Maverick. Yeah, definitely.
4: Yeah. Uh, Megron. It's weird. I think I'm Goose. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm not Iceman. No,
1: I might be Iceman.
4: Ethan might be goose's Wolfman. like three-year-old boy sitting on top of the. <laughs> yeah.
1: oh, <I> <laughs> <tell her. laughs> Wait, is, is that is that who
4: it
3: is? Do you know what's the trailer?
4: I know there's a family link. Okay, yeah, maybe. Oh. Okay, yeah, okay. There we go. You Sorry. can be you can be a three-year-old on like, Yeah, if you want to be Miles teller, you knock yourself out.
3: Great. I'm in Whiplash. George,
4: have you said that you're? Are you, are you Meg Ryan? Is that what we decided?
1: Liam said I was Meg Ryan. I thought I might be Iceman.
4: No, you're Meg Ryan. No. <laughs> uh yeah unfortunately it was not uh, we'll talk about it in a second uh whose story is it uh it's well it's mavericks isn't it yeah of course yeah. they refer to his dad what is the, the story slide. i don't know what the story is
1: don't be quite so, so much of an asshole <sighs> but still be a little bit because that's who you are
4: if you're especially talented, people will put up with your bad attitude. Yeah. yeah. That's the story. Until you <laughs> Tom Cruise. Like <laughs> 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 like, even the widow will tell you it's not your fault, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Keep flying. Keep flying. Everyone says, you need to get over this. You're special. <laughs> 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 uh, role yeah. of women. Uh, let's start with Georgia. What do you, what's your thought? Because I don't have two minds on this one. But what do you think?
1: I, the problem is, I really like Charlie's job and stuff, and she's like, she's like, teaching them bits and pieces she works at top gun so she's obviously
4: high you, in a job yeah yep. but she she's the equivalent of an officer she's really high up
1: yeah but she's just the the writing and the acting for her character is just shit I can't not figure. very good.
4: One day we'll watch Witness, and you'll get to see Kelly McGillis. Now you will have to go. Who's this again? Yeah. <laughs> well, how is the girl <laughs> from Top Gun? Um, but she's really off, good in that. But in this, I don't know if they give her enough to do or what the deal is. The
2: character starts off quite established who she is, what she is, blah blah blah. As soon as you find out that she's in love with, well, yeah, once Tom, they're together,
1: it's like it goes, it goes, most of her characters it, in the
2: first hour it just yeah. crash and yeah. burns. Yeah.
3: It has that terrible trope of this, there's the strong independent woman and then she changes of, from... You be, yeah. She changes because of the cool little Well, this is Nicole Kippen, isn't it? Yeah. in, in yeah. Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder, yeah. It's what this is. Yeah, yeah. it's the same thing. Oh. It's it's very overplayed, even Didn't at this like point it when then. it's so Didn't recent. like it now.
1: Go, Cole!
3: Um. out of cackle! Get out as I can't let anyone know <laughs> I'm falling for you. There
4: wasn't anything as good as the, as that in this movie. No. Um... Yeah, but then all the other women are just completely... I do like Meg Ryan a lot. It's hard not to like her. I wish she wasn't invented halfway through the
3: film. Mm. She she, has two scenes.
1: It would be so much better if when Goose is dead, she has an emotional reaction at Maverick that isn't just (sighs) he loved you you're still the best
4: why don't we get to see the funeral why is there no
1: funeral why is there no her 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 going what happened in that
4: and then give it a beat and then have her come back Yeah. yeah that's fine
3: yeah. Meg Ryan exists as a barometer for the audience to go, "Oh no, we can still side with Maverick. This is fine." This film
4: never like, you know like hold the whole chewy thing in episode 9 of Star Wars, yeah. Where it's like, okay, it was way too quick to sort of settle that up. Yeah.
0: It's, it's the same to
4: it's the same thing here. It's just like give it a give give things a beat to breathe and then come back to them. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Let, let let Maverick doubt himself for a minute. Even the bit where it's like you were wrong when you took on the MiGs at the start. Let him doubt himself for a minute and then have as he's walking out if someone stop him and go, You need to know this. Gutsiest thing I ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like instantly we can't have Tom feel insecure for a moment. <laughs> Stupid. Don't don't let some woman tell you you got this wrong Tom. I feel this next movie, Maverick, is gonna address a lot of these issues. Oh well! No, oh, this will be that's it's gonna be so, it's different. Modernized yeah, it's as so well. different. It's gonna be so different. Um Best character?
1: Iceman.
3: Okay. Does you know, yeah. that
1: makes any sense?
3: He has an arc.
1: Yeah, he's like he's genuinely going. You are dangerous. He's cr- trying to look out for everyone else who's in the air with him, whereas everyone else just enables him.
2: Yeah, but he stays in there with that ego, doesn't he? When he could have checked out, but he doesn't. He holds in, doesn't he?
1: It's not as bad as a lot of the stuff. <laughs> well, no. Hang, hang on, hang
4: on. We're, we're not, we're not saying best person here. No, it's he, best character so best character. you're allowed to say i'm sort of actually i'm coming down against you on this one i'm sort of yeah. going yeah he can have a flaw you still be a good character. if anything my issue of is that he's a bit he's yeah, a bit flat but actually that shows him as being a bit flawed i like that
1: mm.
2: yeah but georgia was going for
1: that's why she did not like maverick no i never said oh. i don't like maverick I she's just named her think best. He's a very good <laughs> he's not a good a uh, protagonist for a film because he's an arsehole <laughs>
3: um well and if anything this one has a bit of an art because he gets to over- understand maverick in a sense and well, I, don't, I don't think he do- respectfully he does it he just goes you're still dangerous but oh, right. right. ah yeah, yeah. he's, he's like i'll learn to oh, my, it's you. kind of what it is super yeah.
4: talented people get away with stuff <laughs> liam tell me why it's maverick <laughs> and, and it's okay when it's Maverick. I'm not criticizing your choice of Maverick. I'm just that Georgia also gets to feel that hers is Iceman and can and can hate on Maverick.
2: I can understand the, you know, when you look at his background, you know, he's obviously brought up by his mother because his father died and stuff like that. And he's probably got a gripe about the, the flight school and everything else, and he feels like he has something to prove. I quite like the recklessness a little bit because that keeps people on the edge. That keeps people pushing and pushing and pushing but there's a a certain he lets it down a little bit and you need to like the flybys there's no reason for that there's There's, no reason for this no reason for those sort (laughs) of things taking certain elements of risk pushes boundaries to be better but he doesn't always pick the right moments for it and i just think that's inexperience and i think as time goes on he will become a more rounded grounded person in this movie he's not and he needs taking down a peg or two. But like you said earlier, you need to have an ego to go up there. Yeah. You need to have some sort of brashness about yeah. you. Um, and without that brash, you won't you won't have the guts to even fly a plane that quick, that fast. Um, yeah, so that's why I like Maverick.
3: Ethan. Um, I was thinking Iceman, but I do I do like Goose. I think he has a heart. Has a heart? I, I can see you shaking your head. because oh, you stole mine! I'm sitting. Yeah, there I, no, I, I dropped I, an F bomb that.
4: on you here silently. Yeah, go, go ahead though. Tell me why. No, tell me why he, my pick's the best. He
3: has, he has heart. And I'll be honest. One of the only points that I'm like, oh, I really feel weight to this, is when he dies because he is, he is the heart of of um, of Maverick. And the second he goes, there is a weight that is both lifted and dropped because he's on a, He's actually on his own now, and He's the sense of a wingman. I like that. Um, it's Goose. It's
4: Goose because the movie's worse once he's off the screen. It is off. Yeah. Uh, that com- but it all drops. That, that idea of you need ego to go up there, you also need someone who believes in you and yeah. whether it makes him nervous mm. or not. And even that shake, that you know, that last domino, but even even Goose is starting to doubt you. Mm. I'm like, oh, there's some, some depth here. And I love his family. I love the fact that in a world full of heavily flexing, macho, <laughs> yeah. Ethan might say homoerotic sort of behaviors. <laughs> with Goose, you have like you have like the normal guy. You know, Jeez. he's not an alpha. No. You know what I mean? And he's okay with that. He's the guy who knows he's linked to greatness, but he's the guy who also knows that this greatness can't be tamed. And it's that I love the fact that you're so brilliant, but I hate the fact I'm I'm so chained to you sometimes. And that's an interesting thing. And I thought that story could have been better um demonstrated by um by by the writers or by the directors but no fault of anthony edwards in his portrayal at all
2: no no way and you can also see in the characters that without goose um tom doesn't have tom Uh, maverick don't have the the edge anymore you know you need that support like you said you need him without him he's not as good as he is he's not got the confidence he's got
4: I'm uh, just trying to get us out of here so you can get to your, yeah, uh, right. you can get to your thing on time. Best moment, best element. Let's start. Liam, let's go back to you.
2: Best moment, best element. Without a shadow of a doubt, there's two things, but I'm only going to mention one. The
4: other shadow of a doubt, there's two things. <laughs> <Yeah>,
2: there <it> is. <laughs> which, one, which one's Which getting your vote? Well, I know someone's going to talk about the other. Oh, okay. For me, it's the aerobatics in the 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 planes. I'd never seen anything like that as a kid. And I've never seen anything as good as that since until probably Maverick.
4: Something that maybe we should have given more love to is the idea about this being amongst all its faults, and there are many, mm-hmm. um, the cinema experience that was opened up to you, with, with to the audience with this film. Amazing. Something they never would have seen before. No. And we can take them, and we can place them on the surface of an aircraft carrier and put them in the plane and show them sights that they'd never seen before. And there's yeah. something in that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and as a kid, I was so enthralled by this. It was like I was on the adrenaline junkie ride myself.
3: All right, uh, Ethan. The sound design in this is absolutely fantastic. That when you're in the cockpit, everything is slightly muffled and echoed, and then on the outside, you get the roar of the engines. And it's something that can be very, very overlooked because it's just big noise. But this is this is really well done. Every sound like makes makes complete sense to the scene to give it realism and i'm a real stickler for that point uh, i listen to this with headphones and you, you can hear it it's all around like it's it's, it's, it's well crafted <laughs> uh georgia
1: i just go for a general i mean it's obvious it's me it, but the practicality of it the practical effects the actual flying planes of things that we see, and then also the the models of the missiles that the Navy that thought about, yeah. were real. so real yeah. because yep. I, I couldn't have told you any of that was models.
4: No, I, I looked for like the two will be obvious. I'm like, I don't think so. Nice. No, no.
1: The, Those scenes. Are, are, yeah. Yep. And, really and cool. I was
4: watching knowing that two, the only two were real. And yep. I was like, I can't tell you which ones they are. Uh, I'm going to go with the idea. And <sighs> there's something to be said for, okay, who's this audience? This audience for this movie is, is a predominantly male audience as per the Navy's sort of um, targeting. But, a male escapist raw. Let's go get it. Adrenaline. Wow. Spectacle movie. These things don't happen anymore. Nice. And I think thirteen year old me would have loved this movie. It would have done loved this movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because
3: not just testosterone flick. Not in a bad way. Either. It's got elements of sport.
4: Cause that, that flying competition, it's got elements of that. It's got a buddy cop kind of feel to it, or at least a buddy movie. It does. Bit of a road movie, a bit of a guy and a girl love story in it. Now, none of these things were executed particularly well, but when I was 13, (laughs) I didn't care about these things. Exactly. It's the fact that they were there and the soundtrack kicks, but more, it's, it's that male escapism. And I'm going to say, I don't think it's toxic. I don't think it goes to, to a toxic. I don't not too cool about Mr. Cruz falling a girl in the bathroom. No.
1: But on the whole, the, the it's not toxic. Taking it to a toxic place by yeah. recruiting afterwards. It's not toxic
4: masculinity. <laughs> they want to be the best for the sense of self, self ego. And I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a competitive guy. I'm all I, I, anybody who sees me will go. I got, a, I got a pretty big ego. Even professionally, I walk in and go. I am damn good at what I do. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, I gotta, I, 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 gotta up up yeah. I gotta pay up for this. I gotta pay up for this. <laughs> There was someone around my school that was like the smartest people ever to have lived. And it was like uh, Socrates. And they said what he did. And it was Plato or Aristotle. And they said what he did. And then I won't say my surname. But I'll say, said, uh, Mr. Ian. And then it was like, sit down, imbeciles. <laughs> 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 the two who came before. And I was like, yeah, dang straight.
1: <laughs> someone had made a TikTok about you. they? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: So Okay, so I'm not going to
2: say about the soundtrack. Soundtrack was
4: amazing.
1: Well, I, I, I said the
4: soundtrack bangs as part of mine. Yeah, it was a yeah. small little bit, but that was huge. It was huge. It's, it's looking back it is dated. Yeah, very, yeah. but it's a great soundtrack. No, it's a great soundtrack. In my but record shop, I've over and over. Honestly, if I sit here and go end of the year, Top Gun, because we, we, we give out a bestie for, for best original soundtrack, uh, uh, best use of licensed music, right? All right? Top Gun, maybe, but you know what? I, I, pref- I preferred my walk down memory lane with Austin Powers in the soundtrack on that. What a weird head to head! I never mm. expected to see. Because there was variety. Yeah, there's variety over 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 a span of years. With that, this is it takes me to a specific moment. It's got cheap trick on it. Ugh. I'm just, I'm just, I love <laughs> cheap trick. I'm not to be your pick, Lee. saying It's my no, pick. No, I know I know, <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. All right, next up, grumbles, grumbles. Let's start with Georgia. I think hers is going to be the obvious one.
1: I mean, just the lack of cohesion and the script. Oh, okay. And the, uh, <laughs> a lot of it. Okay everything that didn't take place in the sky that's
4: an excellent point no I will, yeah. I will give you that i will give you that you can tell the focus was
3: clearly that yeah the stuff in the sky yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Ethan. Uh, you can really tell that this was a skeletal script because so much of it just seems like what's a really cool thing for me to say right now in the moment and they say it and they go yeah that'll make some that'll make some guys go yeah because it just does it it's it's very punchy it's like quit it's not even quippy it's let's say the cool thing and go from there and it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel anything for me uh
2: again uh the script the writing of it is poor um but there are great quotes that everyone quotes from this movie um toilet scene obviously but also when she chases him dangerously driving yeah um And also, I don't like the fact that I found out this today that they dug a trench <laughs> for Tom Cruise. Come on! No, no, no they the like, dug a trench for, for well, for, for his yeah, ego, yeah, for his ego. <laughs> yeah, yeah why? Hollywood Come on. still has an
1: issue with it, though. They only like Zendaya and Tom Holland in the new Spider Man yeah. had a load of people like in the press being like, "Why is she taller than him?" And yep. the two of them have just gone. Because she is? What's yeah. wrong with that? I don't know. What's um, wrong with that?
4: Well, I'll tell you what, it's because we project ourselves onto these people, and therefore, for some reason, we still uh, uh, think height has something to do with power. <sighs> uh, I don't,
1: Man yeah. should be taller than woman. Well,
4: we, we also associate height with, with, with power, even between men. Yeah, so even though most know. Like, like organizations, tall men tend to be elected president. Tall men tend to be the heads of companies, because we associate that with, with power.
2: You're telling me I'm never going to be head of a company?
4: you're not short <laughs> you're not short but I'm saying you've never seen Danny DeVito up to any sort of world leaders things have you well true not short men no, I don't remember the last time I saw a really short guy is like, is like a world leader
1: you said there is the, like, the idea of short man complex isn't there like little man complex yeah. Yeah.
4: in the military yeah Napoleon right Yeah, that's what it's yeah, called yeah. The, yeah. the Napoleonic Complex isn't it so um, have I has ever done the grumbles except for me yeah Yeah. okay uh, mine's it's not going to be very long at all it's more of the same from when we came uh, mine's going to be tell don't show mm-hmm. yeah. and so much. There's, there's so many great moments that great moments take time. And we decided none no, of a time is going to be in the sky. Mm-hmm. Get through everything else is like a series of of, of short incidents. I mean, the fact that they had to go back and reshoot a love scene, if that's really... Because I, I, I think if you do cut it there, it is kind of weird. Mm. So not that I'm, I'm I'm necessarily a guy who believes you need to have a sex scene in a movie, because I don't think you do. But the way it... Especially in the 80s, though. <laughs> the way things were built, it's like, that would make sense. Yeah, as opposed to, so what happened once he just kisses her and then we move on to the next scene? Yeah, exactly. That would so have... you needed something. But I'm just yeah. like... this It just feels like everything besides the stuff in the sky was was a bit of an afterthought. Yeah yeah um let's go anybody's best role ever Mm. i'm gonna say no one no no No. No. i'm curious georgia and ethan when we did our real round tables on uh tom cruise movies yeah uh georgia of course you hadn't seen this at all no ethan you didn't give it a vote
3: no um, i didn't put it on there but i said i, I wasn't really a fan would of it, you so. have
4: would you have changed it knowing now what you know knowing then what you know now george just yeah. out of curiosity your last place of vote went to she didn't have that many so the no. lowest you had was collateral with jamie foxx where he was a bad guy
1: i don't even remember that film now.
4: losing it when he's going down to mexico to lose oh, his that virginity was
1: awful <laughs> so, it's, so,
4: it's, so it's better than that okay let's keep going days of thunder the all ca- oh, cars nascar that's curious. I like Days of Thunder better than this. I'll still say that.
3: Yeah.
1: I remember being more angry about Days of Thunder. Okay. But I don't, I, I, I can't remember. It might just be recency bias. Risky business.
4: I can't
1: remember. What he's, I think he's, he's,
4: like, he's like a pimp for a bit. You'd like legend. Magnolia, the one with the frogs. The frogs that fall from the sky. He's like a self-help guru.
1: Oh yeah, that was weird.
4: Okay, right now it's ranking really high for you then. Mission Impossible then. Fallout, Rogue Nation, and Edge of Tomorrow
1: i can't remember them. all
4: right so it looks like george would <laughs> probably go about fourth for my sort of reading of it with it that's not saying much uh it wouldn't change in me i kind of ha- would still agree where i had it originally so and liam you had it as your second best so there we go uh-huh. uh let's go ahead and we'll talk about the critics the critics uh it comes in oh i forget i didn't look up what it, oh i know it's like a 6.8 on imdb so it's
1: not massively wow. high on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. either because i remember looking at it and going Oh, 67, maybe?
4: Uh, I don't necessarily know That's this not yet. That's big. Do, 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 do. Top Gun, 59%. Yeah. Whoa. 50 50 so, around. what do we got?
1: Uh, so, we've got uh, Dave Kerr from the Chicago Reader, who says, Every moment is hyped for maximum visual and visceral impact, but Scott doesn't display the slightest bit of interest or belief in the actual characters and situations. Uh, right then we've got Adam Smith from Empire Magazine. He says, Not exactly a cinema classic, but it has only... Uh, but it has not only become a cultural icon, but remains infinitely rewatchable. And then we have got our good friend Roger Ebert, Ebs. who says the dog fights are absolutely the best since Clint Eastwood's electrifying aerial scenes in Firefox. But look out for the scenes where the other people talk to one another. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong.
4: I put out a fleece, as I'm known to do. Is it a great film, good film, okay film, or poor film? A very good turnout this week as opposed to last week. Uh, 72 people kind of hopped down and gave their thoughts on it. As far That's just as far as giving it a vote. The number one leading t- category, 33.3%, so it was a widespread, but 33.3% said this was an okay film. Wow. Then good, then great, then poor. But really, 33%, 29%, 23 Six percent, but yeah, it's trends towards middle ground than it does towards greatness. Georgia, what do you have from our Patreon backers?
1: Uh, so cheesy says, I'd never seen this before, so I had uh, none of the nostalgia b- bias. Uh, I re- really enjoyed everything in the plains. There were some really cool action shots. The chemistry between Maverick and Goose is great, and Val Kilmer plays the, sli- the slime ball. R- Rival Iceman brilliantly. The soundtrack is great with another absolute banger in Danger Zone. Unfortunately, away from the skies, the script feels a little bit awkward and cringy, especially everything around the love story. I can see why a lot of people love this film the planes, the action scenes, and it's very quotable.
4: Excellent. Thanks a lot, Mm, Cheesy.
1: Then we have got Hermes who says, i have such a love hate with this one as someone in the navy it's no surprise that the statement that would never happen oh sorry that would never happen doesn't even begin to describe some of the issues on this one however uh, there was an instant a story for another time where this movie was the only connection to the outside world my ship and i had although it wasn't the first on anyone's list it might as well have been the best picture that day so yeah long story short i hate to love this one but it earned its spot in my heart
4: well said. So. yeah uh,
1: and then we've got chris peterson who says, I saw this once when I was younger. I couldn't remember much about it. After a recent rewatch, I think that it is really overrated. Maybe if I had more nostalgia for it... I may have enjoyed it better. I didn't find this very thrilling or compelling. The soundtrack is the best part of the movie, even though the songs get repeated throughout the movie. The story was boring. The dialogue was pretty poor. The acting was average at best. Tom Cruise was much better in Austin Powers Gold Member, and that was only a brief cameo. Yeah, baby. Not a big fan, and it certainly didn't take my breath away.
4: Wow, is this is this Chris Peterson? Yeah. Wow, yeah. coming for you, Tom. <laughs> as well
1: written. Well written. Yeah, I really yeah. that one.
4: Yeah. Our, our Patreon backers, man, I'll tell you what—they take advantage of their of their more than 280 character limit that they get yeah. on that they really
1: yeah. do yeah uh, especially the next one katie mccrain Essa essay of the week <laughs> <laughs> i might have to put a character limit on katie <laughs> this one's not too bad uh, i love tom cruise action adventure movies i think he's really good actor and he's very handsome since he's shorter than his leading lady in this movie i love to watch for scenes where oh, he's we didn't mention on that box. To be taller than her, but what is the deal with all the sweaty men? I read that it was to, I read that it was to make the men seem sexier, but those guys were drenched. Principal Strickland's bald head looked like someone just dumped a bucket of water on his head.
4: anything on the aircraft carrier both times like it was just like sweat everywhere, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: i also read that this movie was reviewed by many to be homoerotic i agree <laughs> apparently someone interviewed the directors and they said it was not all their intention they were trying to attract the women viewers interesting i felt that kelly mcgillis uh, was not a good casting choice for charlie no chemistry with maverick i loved her in witness with harrison ford but not this one i liked val kilmer as ice man although since i had had the homoerotic reviews on my mind i raised my eyebrows when Iceman said to Maverick near the end, you can be my wingman anytime. Hmm. This movie was not a great movie, but a fun movie. Pretty impressive special effects for 1986. Hang
4: on, wingman's quite clearly a a reference to getting someone to help you pick up a girl. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it can
3: be a double entendre, I'm
4: sure. Well, everything can be a double entendre if you want. Grandma's chicken salad. (laughs) (laughs) That's a French joke. That's
1: literally the meaning of double entendre, isn't it? Like, that it's got two meters uh, Yeah, anything, anything, so can, have anything two,
4: can have two I mean, meanings. anything you
1: care I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, he's got a jellyfish. <laughs> sure. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Reverend Bruce says, Top Gun is not completely my wheelhouse since it was one of those early summer blockbusters with a lot more style than substance, but it was fun to rewatch just the same. Cruise plays the typical hotshot with attitude, chasing the ghost of his f- Fighter pilot father. It was fun to see Principal Sterickland playing basically the same part he did in Back to the Future. And I genuinely enjoyed the relationship stong- Tom Skerritt had with Cruz as the wise mentor who tried to help Cruz come to some closure about his father. Agreed. Kelly Mac- McGillis and Cruz had no chemistry and their relationship seemed perfunctory. Uh, she said she knew it was inappropriate for her to have a relationship with Cruz because sh- she was his teacher, but I can see why she did it anyway. And it was nice to see the respect Iceman and Maverick had for each other at the end. Hallelujah. Uh, next up, we have got Dwayne Smith.
4: Dwayne Smith,
1: who says, I was never a massive Top Gun fan. I can't actually remember the first time I watched it. Saying that, I am very excited for the new one and was really up for giving the original a rewatch. It was so 80s. Watching it this time, I realised how young Tom Cruise is. There was so much testosterone, maybe a little too much testosterone. Absolutely everyone, apart from Kelly mcglis is sweaty and there are a lot of bogeys. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it. I will say I found it odd that they expected Maverick to get over the death of Goose pretty much instantly. No way he would be flying again that quickly. I'm looking forward to seeing how they get from the end of this to the new one and what Maverick has been up to for 37 years. I was going to
4: say, I don't think it's going to pick up like five minutes later. No. <laughs>
1: Tim Robbins in this film tim robbins is in this film and i didn't notice not nah, one of my favorite 80s films but he it does have strickland from my favourite 80s film in it thanks Wayne. and finally we've got julene
4: julene julene julene
1: who says i enjoyed it for what it was the flight deck scene drove me bonkers i wanted to give it a fair rating though so i took points- oh unlike
4: crimson tide i see <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i took points off for the scenes when tom cruise is being a creeper and following Homegirl into the bathroom but i think it did a <laughs> True good that. job of getting us invested mm-hmm. in the relationship between goose and maverick and making it hurt when maverick loses goose all
4: right Thank you very much. I'm going to sort of pl- uh, p- power through these. I'm aware Liam needs to get out of here, so I'm going to... Maybe we tweak the order of some things here just no, to make no, sure. Wait, wait, wait. Are you okay? Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead then. Uh The usual sort of thing. So we've got off-radar. It's a movie podcast and classic eighties military propaganda cruise fest, gripping in nostalgia and just sweat. I think. But after watching Hot Shots, egg frying on belly, I can never watch that love scene in the same way. <laughs> James, thanks a lot, James. Shoot the flick says, I always thought it was just fine, but that volleyball scene. Hey, maybe you got some. Maybe you got some support here, Ethan, because I'm not I seeing seems it. So I am i'm not seeing it but there we go um my sister who goes ahead and says glad we saw this for family film night last night fast forward to the sex scene because you know kids before the tornado suspected hit our village today uh hydro meaning the power has been out since 12 p.m and it's 9:20 p.m now good flick i forgot all the great actors in it including my favorite steel magnolia dad that's tom scarrett and Er doc don't know who doc is uh, Oliver loved it, and I really enjoy, oh, Doc, do you mean, Chris, do you mean Mark Green? Do you mean, um, Goose? Uh, Oliver loved it. I really enjoyed the s- soundtrack. Fun watching the comments, camaraderie between Goose and Maverick. Fingers crossed we stay out of the hashtag danger zone for the foreseeable future. And there's a picture of my niece and nephew beside a very upended tree that oh. was, fell over during this tornado. Uh, Ian Davies saying he, you didn't hear from on the, uh, on the, the Patreon panel because I've never seen the film. Didn't get a chance this week, so no vote from me josh your next favorite movie said watch this for the first time last year and i felt it was way overrated and i have zero interest in maverick because of that but at oh. least it is not one but two bangers from that soundtrack i worked for a amusement park owned by paramount some years back yeah, yeah. so i heard danger zone a lot but anytime that comes okay uh i get pumped i think it means that anytime that comes on i still get pumped yeah so it has that going for it i guess Carlos says, recently we watched that for God knows how long. I have to say I wasn't a fan. Neat aerial stunts and choreographies, but whenever the need for speed stops and characters have to interact, it kind of falls apart. Cruz does his best, but the script and dialogue are too bad. There is a mild attempt to give Maverick some motivation with the mystery about his father's death, but even that's breezed over and just used mm. to explain why he's such a cocky douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> ed from the film effect podcast says massive fan of this classic can't wait to see maverick on thursday night in my humble opinion it's a nearly flawless piece of 80s heaven that's chock full of classic lines and cinematography that captures some incredible aerodynamics overall it's the best kind of cheese to which uh kev from the podcast wouldn't die said preach uh, Geek Salad says, uh, "I was a nerdy that high school freshman watch. when this movie came out. Every unbearable jock in my school thought this movie was the balls. I still <laughs> think it's a recruitment film. We found out <laughs> yeah, it very much yeah, was. Yeah, it was. I think maybe that is a new one. Thank you very much for for chipping in. Two idiots and a dog." that's um, new as well said so I have no nostalgia for it because I watched it for the first time oh, a week ago it's an okay film kind of nonsense at times very much a product of its time but enjoyable enough for the most part and our friend Pete from middle class film class chipped in and went never saw the original I may take that to the grave oh it feels like a strange thing to be so emotionally invested in I'm never gonna see I'm never gonna yeah. watch Top, Top Gun, Gun. Uh, it's time for oh we can do this I guess. if you like this film or episode you would like well you'd like Days of Thunder yeah, mm-hmm. And our review thereof. You'd like The Rock. You'd like Crimson Tide. Just generally big blockbuster, blockbuster, let's shoot things moving fast. It's yeah. all, you know, yeah. the, the plot comes second sometimes Films in relation to
1: monitor it. watching pardon me films with monitor watching films
4: with monitor watching. apollo 13 maybe (laughs) uh or just decent sport movies i guess yeah so all good choices and a lot of those we have uh reviews for in our back catalog
3: any film where there's a reckless character say you're out of line it's like the system's out of line you know
4: lethal lethal weapon a lovely because lethal weapon tell me that you know um mel gibson isn't maverick and that danny glover isn't goose yeah you know what yeah there we go just 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 goose libs now yeah putting out there in the universe um let's go it's time for our ratings our ratings what are you giving this film should we start with the high person first and have Liam go because <laughs> 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 I have a feeling woohoo, that you're going to be the high point on this one today maybe maybe you never know maybe oh We're, you yeah I am go. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it yeah. oh, okay,
2: okay okay as a child watching this movie I was So enamored by it. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was the adrenaline, the high speed, the the love story even. As a kid, I thought it was great. Yeah. Right? I have a lot of nostalgia for this film. I love the soundtrack. Love it. But... As I've said many times before, (laughs) being on this podcast, you break things down, you look at it, you think of the script and everything else.
4: Another film ruined by the BFE. (laughs) (laughs) Not as
2: bad as Dangerous Minds. No, 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 no. That that crushed me. Yeah. Um, But I can see where you guys come from and I really do understand and seeing it as an adult, you see it in very different eyes. Especially in 2022, you see it in very different eyes. I do have a lot of nostalgia into this film and I do love the high speedness of it and the adrenaline of it. So... I thought I was gonna give this a higher mark than I thought going into it. All right. Um but I actually think I will give this seven and a half huh? flybys <laughs> coffee spills.
4: <laughs> Excellent. Seven and a half. Spilled coffee cups due to flyby. Yeah. There we are. Uh I've got my next list, Georgia, if you're so inclined.
1: Yeah. Um I think I've said I've said most of what yep. kind of what is I. The script is shit. Some of the acting's not great. The True. story isn't great, but it story's is,
4: better than the script is. Yeah, that that's not saying much though. No,
1: no, it's not. And the story could be so much better. It with could so, be so small. It could be of changes. Um, it's it's beautiful. Um, and it sounds great. Um, so you, I can't take those things away from it because it is is really well shot on those. So those we can things. take
4: your breath, but not those things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes no i don't know um so <laughs> i am gonna give it um six out of ten weird tongue kisses
4: yeah weird tongue kisses yeah. not wrong there
3: uh ethan uh it's kind of this is a, such a lackluster script that for a lot of it i'm the only time i have any enjoyment is when it's like the dog fight and the flying scenes like everyone else and the the score and because of that i'm like that doesn't make a great film audio editing is great practical shots are great can't believe that was only just two jets uh camaraderie acting is fine uh dialogue is pants so i'm going six and a half I uh, spilled coffees out of ten. <laughs> ten
4: oh totally to n- n- Did totally Did n- oh no
0: i wow. was thinking too hard <laughs> oh jeez.
4: what was that you said you were thinking too hard
3: is that true good one there we
4: go i had i had to get the uh i had had the idea for the joke and they went oh no
3: it's on the wrong bank of sound effects six and a half trenches that's better there we go i don't even have one yet
4: so we'll see how it goes along um i think i've probably said what i've said um
1: it's one of them films isn't it as a visual thing
4: like you have no problem me coming out of a the, movie theater and going, that was so fun. And yeah. it would be so fun. Yeah, it would man. be. It's a fun movie. Uh, is it a good movie? Ah. <laughs> um, It's not a very good movie. I'll say that much. Um, it's an okay time. It's a good time. It's a fun time. And that's okay. You can have You can have movies that are fun times. Popcorn movies are necessary. And the scope and the size of this should be applauded. And I wish we had more movies like this. I will say that side of it. Because not... You know, there wasn't a single piece of CGI because it was the 80s, but still, mm-hmm. there wasn't a piece of CGI, and in order to do the film again, I like the fact that it is such a focus on let's take people somewhere they've never been rather than just make everything, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fool them with CGI and everything will look shiny and that'll be good enough. Um, but we've said what we've said. The, the, the internal logic of the film falls apart in many places. Things just sort of happen. And if we're lucky, they just sort of happen. Yeah. The other times, they happen off screen and we're just told about them. (laughs) So what I should do is just tell everybody else my ranking off screen. You can find out about it next week. (laughs) But what I will do is I will say, despite that, there were some great moments in this film which are powerful. And in those moments, I'll say there were indeed seven moments that did take my breath away. So Ooh. I'm going to go
1: with that. Yeah, yeah,
4: I'm a, I'm a seven. I think probably you can feel where I was going with yeah, this one, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about our paper? I will say this. The IMDb was like 6.8. Yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah.
4: that gives me an idea of what the general consensus might be. But what was our... Who's the voice of the people this week?
1: Uh, it's Ethan with six and a half. Is it six and a half? six and a half. Okay,
4: so uh, after a very high rating last week, we're 6.7 overalls where it comes out. So better than Empire Records better than austin powers but far below um other films we've released recently like spider-man and return of the jedi you so know what i
2: think are. i'm gonna make a prediction What's i time? think this is going to be one of our top downloaded
4: episodes we, we could use one
3: <laughs> make, i think <laughs> it makes sense for the release as well
4: yeah, you know, it you, will be. you'd almost think i planned this <laughs> yeah. it's almost like yeah. you're
3: really good at producing
4: the you would almost think. Hey, I'll, I'll take that <laughs> it's not too often he gives me a compliment no. I'll take it
1: well, uh, let's, to be fair it's not too often we give you that's true to be
4: fair I don't really give people breaths to, in order to sort of so you gotta stop talking for us to say how well things are going
1: including this button
3: oh, I like the one underneath
4: it better
1: <laughs> <laughs> we did what when we do
3: Dr. Who you're like I need to just say you do intros pretty well yeah you do,
4: you know you you do. that's right thank you Liam hey
3: whoa <laughs> So, uh, let's talk
4: about, uh, we, of course, we want to thank our Patreon backers, Reverend Bruce Julian, Hermes, yeah, Dwayne yeah. Smith, Katie McRae, Ian Davies, Lena, Oberholzer, Chris Peterson, Randall Silva, The Yeet Nate the Great, and Cheesy really? with a Fish, on, fish on, a on a Bike. bike. <laughs> um, next week, what are we going to tackle? And actually, you can cue this up if you want, but we have to have a discussion. Something we've never done before. Ooh. Oh. We, we, we were choice two films. Okay. So, Hermes has come up and he had one picked. And it didn't meet the criteria. And I was like, I'm okay with that. It was, it was, it was close enough. And I was like, you know, but your okay. second go through a okay. cycle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm willing to give our patrons one that's close enough. Like their wild card. Like their wild card for the but year. But it has to be close. But it has to be close. Like you can't you can't, can't just... Be a, yeah, yeah. you can't be throwing in like Beethoven second and being like, <laughs> that's my choice. <laughs> no. So there's, so there's two films. And Liam, you're kind of aware of this one because we've had a little conversation about yep. it ourselves. Yep. But there is a... a, a so it's going to be difficult. There's four of us. The first film on the docket would be, it would be a Tom Cruise doubleheader. Ooh. The Last Samurai. Oh. The Last Samurai, which is, I think, like a three hour epic. It is a three hour <laughs> oh epic. Um, Great and that Williams. was the original choice he threw at me was the Last Samurai. And I went, yeah, it's all right. If we're still kind of rocking about that, we can totally make that happen. Two hours, 34 minutes. I'll say that. Okay. The other one, the other option is very much a different uh feel to it i'm just looking up the actual stuff right here the englishman this oh, yeah. is the, the wait is it the gentleman the gentleman the gentleman i'm oh. sorry the gentleman yeah,
3: yeah, yeah oh i've wanted to see that for a long time
4: okay so there we go i know what my, if we sort of put out where we're because you have your feeling on it liam i have my feeling on yeah it. I, I think we know what's going to happen. Do we? Okay. I, I will say this. The, the last MRI is Tom Cruise, and he's talking about, uh well, he's in he's is it China, came, isn't he's he? just come out of the American Civil War, hasn't yeah. he? And, yeah. It's two hours 34. The Gentleman, I will say, is one hour 53. It's very much in the style of, like, uh, a Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie kind is. of British gangster kind of task. It's got Hugh Grant in a role very un-Hugh Grant. yes. So if you remember Hugh Grant from Britta Jones's Diary or from Love Actually, it's him completely going off and trying something different and, and personally kna- nailing, nailing it. Nailing it, yeah. Nailing it. He does.
3: McConaughey's Charlie- in it as well, isn't he? Who? is not it whos McConaughey in that? McConaughey's in it he's yeah. great yeah. in it.
4: All right,
2: all
3: right, <laughs> all, right, right, all right, right, all
4: right. And you've got Charlie Hunnam from um, Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Doing a good job, I think, is kind of a middle ground kind of guy. He's a yeah, yeah. So that those are two options. My vote is the gentleman.
3: Your vote is Mine the last, last samurai. samurai right? yeah. Ethan, mine's definitely the gentleman. I've been going towards that for so long. So two one to you, Georgia. What are you going to do?
1: I mean, I'm going to have to watch. Most likely, have to watch this in the week before I come round on a Sunday, and I've got work the next day so i'm gonna pick the shorter film
4: so the gentleman that is my own, that's <laughs>
1: my only caveat I the benefit is
4: if you're out there at least in the uk it's on netflix it is so you can go ahead and give that a watch uh, i know our friends on the film effect podcast reviewed this a while back as well so it's a uh, it's definitely it's 7.8 out of 10 on imdb so just fell short 75 percent on rotten tomatoes so i think it's a good time yeah yeah, yeah. And who knows? We might get to Last Samurai somewhere down the line. I feel you as a very good gentleman about this. Was I? Hey. Hey. I wasn't an Englishman. I was a now gentleman. He a gentleman. So uh, please join us next time as we tackle the gentleman. The gentleman you want to say directed the by oh Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. That's a Guy Ritchie feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> of course it does. Guy Ritchie who did Snatch. Guy Ritchie who did Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, someone who maybe that's why I actually went oh I really like this it's <laughs> yeah. a good, good movie um, as far as that goes and hopefully we're going to come out at some point in the next week or so with Top Gun Maverick see it or skip it because I'm going to go see this film mm-hmm. it's yeah. going to happen so please go ahead and join us next week for the guy Richie helmed film The Gentleman mm-hmm. for best film ever I've been, in. I've been Liam I've been Ethan
1: and I've been Georgia
4: and I hope Liam I know you're on a time crunch this week I hope we got through this in a quick enough time for you yeah. Because after all, this week you felt the need. <laughs> the the need, need for speed. speed. Well done. <laughs> we'll catch uh, you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flap. <laughs>